Tattoo Collecting 101 right here on Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo. If you haven't joined us before, Reinventing the Tattoo is the network for all apprentices, tattooers, and the tat curious out there in the world. So be sure to share it out with the world if you think that you enjoy the content we make here and you want to learn more about tattooing. So thank you to Guy Atchison for the platform. For Way us to, to go, Ben. Show. You broke his concentration so, already. Yeah, you, you, really, you really messed me up. Kyle, continue. What were you saying about Guy Atchison? The, the founder of the, of the entire platform that allows us to make this show and makes it possible for countless of other people to learn and be inspired. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Kyle. I love you. Way to go. It's fine. We'll do it. We'll, we'll try again next week. <laughs> you were on. You were on a great roll. Is that all? Tech curious yeah. came. Do we need thank you to anybody else? Thank you for all the people that take the time to listen to us babble about babble. tatties. I think we've got a really good episode lined up today, though. Don't we always? Uh, <laughs> I always turn good. Honesty out of you. Well, sometimes the prep is just not there. Sometimes, I mean, you know, I, I put like one day a week into this, and sometimes that day has other obligations mixed in too. So, c'est la vie. That means such is life for such you is know, life. French people out there. Um. So tonight we have Josh Short with us. Would you like to take a minute and introduce yourself? Hello. I, uh, yeah, I'm a Joshua Short, uh, founder of a, an organization called Tattoos Save My Life, and the owner of a shop here in Indianapolis area, Brownsburg. But I'll say Indianapolis to make it easy, <laughs> make it a little bit easier. Um, we're called Incorporated, and uh, I'm actually sitting here right now. I'm about five feet away from a tattoo going on right now, and we've got about three or four other ones going on in the background. So if you, if you hear some clients come in, my bad, in advance. So all good, love hey, it. It's all about the tattoo life. So that's right. The the uh, reality of a tattoo shop is kind of part of the uh, tattoo collecting experience. Je ne sais quoi of the shop. <laughs> right. So, um, while we were sitting and kind of like having dinner and like preparing for the show before we got started, I was describing to Ben who you were and he was like, Oh, I remember yep. we saw you a couple of years ago in Cincinnati. We were all doing uh, tattoo competitions and stuff together. Yep. So yep. yeah, I think that's, yeah. that's the first time we met. And then since then I've seen you at many, many shows. Uh, right. You know, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. how like the tattoo family is when you get out traveling, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm the worst with names so it's like i'll even see clients that i've tattooed and i'm like yeah uh, i'm like let me see that tattoo how it healed you know because like, <laughs> that's what you stared at for eight hours not their yeah face. exactly like i remember mm -hmm. you oh yeah that rib piece yeah i, I remember that one yeah like so uh yeah i'm but wretched it, with names wretched right. i'll remember your face what we talked about what story you told me where we had lunch that day like eh, your name though nah and you know what's bad is when i run into somebody that i've worked on and like i can tell you their wife's names all three of their kids <laughs> names i can tell you what kind of dog they, they have they the dog's name your, and i don't remember his name you don't say your own name in conversation it's fair here's a very fair I, observation you, you talk about everybody else i mentioned everybody else's name i never say my own like, oh, it's the guy that had this this and this what was his name it's on the tip of my tongue yeah nope i can tell you his whole life story but not his name, not his name. <laughs> i remember phone numbers for some reason i it's weird i don't even like save some of my best friends i don't even, like it's bad i don't even have some of my family members phone numbers i'm not going to say that just in case this gets out there they feel I'm, like like i'm loved or something i definitely love them but i like i'm like oh yeah 31772 oh yeah that guy and i just like automatically have like this 
numerical memory is crazy, but uh, yeah. I worked the lady that could do account numbers like that. Sorry, go ahead. I was like, I got to count my money, right? So I think I, you know, just got away with numbers eventually over time, you know, so. Yeah. I used to work with a lady that could recall a person's account number, like in the system, you know, like a 12 digit fucking number. And she'd be like, oh, hey, Jim, your number is 1-877-654-321-654-38, right? Yeah, I didn't know that, but there's my account. Cool. And it was. I had the same bank card for like eight years and I finally <laughs> had the the number memorized and then I lost my wallet. <laughs> Every and then time. it happened to be in Ben's car. So I, I found it like the next day. No, but it had been three days. It so was, I went oh ahead yeah, and canceled all days. my cards. And then lo and behold, there it was. What's the problem with two whips? You don't, you know. And it was in a weird place. It like was. when you're usually in your car by yourself, you don't check the outside of the passenger seat. So that's where I always found my glasses. How'd they get there? Gravity. <laughs> Slide off the seat. <laughs> whip, whip. Driving too fast. So, um, you want to talk a little bit about your tattoo collection? Oh yeah, I, I'm about to add to it next week. So nice. I'll have some nice. I have my uh, my videographer going out to like just be, he wants to see me cry. So uh, at the end of the day, I'm getting my armpit, you know, uh, all the way. Uh, I'm guessing all the way done. Uh, it's from a guy you probably know, Nick Baxter. He's mm -hmm. an amazing oh. artist. He's been doing my uh, entire back. And he's been doing uh, my ribs, my leg now. So I pretty much got half my body done by a guy here in Indy. His name's Nick McNulty. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, we got a lot of Indiana weather. But uh, he's been amazing. Uh, he's a neo-traditional artist at first, like really, really new school. And I feel like he, he's been going a lot more traditional with his style lately and absolutely love it. But, uh, you know, I pretty much got my entire front half. So I guess I want to start stripping at this point. I feel like it's like yeah. when I talk about it, I, it's hard to just be like, so I got this dope ass tattoo. It's under there, but don't worry about it, you know. Uh, so Nick did all like my my front side, McNulty that is, and I mean that's all drawn on with sharpie markers, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I started getting tattooed by him in uh, maybe 2010 range, 2009, 2010, and uh, got all the spots I wanted to get done. Had him do it like up my neck, up both sides. So obviously we got the the owl with the with the hourglass, you know be smart with the time you got left, you know, the nice little uh, metaphors we use to give ourselves justification to get tattoos. And, you know, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm all about it. So like, I try to like think of, I was really like, you know, I, I see it in a lot of my clients and I love it, but like, I was totally that way at first getting my tattoos. I'm like, you know, now, like now it's not so much the importance of what it is it's more like the artwork, but, you know, but I still kind of add a little bit of like metaphorical flavor in there, you know? Uh, so I get to my back, which, you know, uh, I feel like, uh, you know, a constant struggle we have as humans is, uh, you know, the, you know, the fight between thinking with logic and acting on logic or emotion, you know, but, you know, a lot of times we, you know, we use emotion to kind of, you know, dictate our thought path process or our reactions to things. And, uh, especially with me. So I, I felt it was a big struggle. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to have a heart shooting a laser beam through a fucking brain. You know, that'd be dope. You know, find a cool way to, do. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. You know, like, how, how can I like make, you know, something? And I'm like, and I finally got a hold of Nick Baxter. This has been like, I've been trying to get tattooed by this guy since like 2009 or something like that. I went wow. to this uh, Midwest tattoo conference and uh, it was in Chicago. And I swear, man, like, I, I watched his, uh, his seminar on the holistic approach. And he's, I mean, he, he does like, he still does it, but like in a whole new, a new way now. 
But, uh, you know, and I went and talked to him. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go talk to you about, I'm going to be like, hey, you know, I'm saving my back for you. And he's like, you know, just shoot me an email, bro. You know, <laughs> like, and, you know, I shot him an email. I didn't hear back, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you know, uh, it, I trust me, I, of all people, I understand, like, that's my life story. I, I miss 95% of my emails. So, uh, COVID came around, things slowed down a little bit, traveling, and I, and I miss, like, you know, the shop got closed down for about two months. And I'm like, hey, you know, I guess it's a good time to start working on my back. And they they just started opening things back up. And I guess in Texas, they were like, they had just opened up. And I'm like, hey, you don't do this back piece, man? Shot on my idea. And then next thing you know, uh, every month I'm going in. And uh, I don't know if you can do it and kind of pull it out. But uh, yeah, we started on, we probably got like 10 to 12 sessions. I mean, it goes all the way down, like, without getting the, uh, too graphic, you know. Uh, you'll be all right. What's that? We won't Buck get canceled. Anybody. You'll be all right. All oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I got I got banned off. I don't do the TikTok thing, but I got damn near banned off that thing for having my butt crack show. And I'm sitting here like, I go, D- have you seen TikTok? All right, okay. We, we are we aren't rated. You're fine. <laughs> but, uh, I swear. Right? Well, the, the the next thing I went to go do is uh, I had him add to the back, so he did like my whole side. I have like a uh, a collection of like all the Gucci, Donald, Disney stuff. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I got the wallet on me. I always put carry the same thing. You know, I got like the the Disney wallet. I'm like, bro, I love your mashups and I love this bio organic stuff that we're already got going on. I'm like, man, let's let's throw one of those. Are you down to throw a a Gucci Donald in there and uh, say less? You know what I mean? (laughs) We're in there, so we we added that, and that's like from one of like the Gucci shirts or whatever. But again, that's just collector shit you know um little reasons to like vary you know from the normal you know day-to-day bioorganic but i'm like i'm like i got my armpit left to do obviously and that's like the the, one of the last pieces to my puzzle so i am not do you have your other armpit done oh no oh no don't be afraid of them you've already been tattooed in more painful places I'm not afraid. All right. Like I so, am. like this it's little not, spot right here. It's not the right this, word. This little it's spot. The, this little meaty morsel right at the front. It's the willingness. The to inside fix. of the armpit isn't worse than that. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, that's that's worse than inside the armpit. And I'm the part same, that right? really sucks is like this big around. I'm the same. Other than that, oh. it's just like the rest of the. I ribs. got two big blank open pities and don't want to. Go ahead to your biz, bro. We're good. Oh, all right. Hey. Uh, Actually, I'd love to get you back in the schedule, bro. Um, yeah, so could I shoot you a text here, like an hour or something like that? I can probably get you in, like in a late, a later evening, sometime about next week or the next or the week after. I know, you know, I had I had scheduled a slot away. I still have it on my on here, but I think it's like a Wednesday where I had a cancellation, and I was going to shoot you a text already and tell you about that. So, yeah, you on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday night. Yeah, I think that's it. I'm going to double check when I get off the off my let's podcast here, and then uh. Yeah, man. No, no, you're good, bro. That's what I'm here for, right? So, uh, but I'll shoot you a text within the hour, maybe hour and a half, and and just confirm it next Wednesday. But I'm pretty sure that's the day I had set aside. All right, bro. Take it The life of the street shop. Yep. Doesn't stop, huh? Never stops. Never stops. Good. That's a great problem to have. Good representation of what it's like to sit in the shop sometimes. So, like, yeah, I was, I was going to do it at home, and I was like, I, mean, I got a lot of dogs. I got. A lot, I, I do. I have French bulldogs, and nice. and it, it would either be, you know, t- maybe talking a little business here and there, or it'd be like, you know, like, or like <laughs> on me. 
or something like that. So I'm like, all right, we're going to the shop. When we first started, we filmed out of Jordan's house and we just called him the producers. So randomly the producers would stop by and hang out on set for a while. Oh, he had dogs and cats and <laughs> they were really well behaved. They were, though. but they like were the, they're just part of the show. The man. disruption like, was us being like, oh look, something oh, cute. Oh, oh. Yeah, it was really like our ADHD and something furry in the room. They yeah. were actually like minding their own business. It was all us. We can't be trusted with animals. Right. <laughs> no, well, I, I, we at home. <laughs> I love the street shop vibe, man. Like um just having that open door anything can happen any rad tattoo can go off at any moment you never know the next guy that's going to walk in and be like okay so i got this idea and you're able to have that moment with them and just i love it oh dude and i i I grew up in a street shop man like when i was i think i started tattooing like 2007 and uh i I had like three jobs you know we went to college full-time and and then started tattooing too. So like I was doing some shit, like a lot of shit, like <laughs> all over. And then I just started realizing, like I just kept gravitating towards the tattooing more and more, and like the lifestyle. Because like I learned really quick that it's not a hobby. It's not something you can just do. You, you right. can't just do tattoos on the side. You know what I mean? Like when when I see people say that, I just, I mean, I've been there, so like I understand. I don't sit there and judge, but I'm also like man if you can see the, the beauty that tattooing can bring if you put your all into, into something you know it's just it, it, it's it's a crazy thing and uh but i'll tell you man, i i got out of like that we when i when i say street shop we had the flash all over the walls we were doing you know whatever had 12 artists in there and that was stress that was really stressful like we still have you know a pretty high walking clientele because i like like this year i bought i finally bought a property so i've been leasing for like the past like nine nine ten years i've been leasing i finally bought this place on the corner like of this super high busy intersection in the same town we've been tattooing in for the last you know five seven years Congrats, and, man. That's uh, rad. and now it's just like it's, i mean we're supposed to be appointment only you know what i mean but like what we do have you know like eight artists here and four or five of them take walk-ins and the other like three are just like no i'll book you in like a month two months <laughs> four months you know just whatever it is, however, whatever time of the year it is you know and and that's kind of how i like to roll i like to be like i like to book out a month and a half at a time that way if i have a convention come up if i get mm-hmm. an opportunity that i that i don't want to have to call and have to reschedule things or like make people think that i'm putting something over their appointment but i'll be like hey like i'll get a hold of you when i'm booking again but i want to make it through this month and a half to see if anything comes up is mm-hmm. i'm i'm trying to be everywhere so I've been telling my clients at our consultations or like if we book a follow-up appointment that's more than two months out, I'm usually like, this is very tentative. If anything mm-hmm. changes, if travel comes up, I'll let you know. Yes. Like this, this is tentative if it's this far out. And I feel like just being honest that like, you know, my schedule is very liquid a lot of times, especially like, you know, liquid. I like that. It's liquid. My schedule is liquid. Yeah. Especially like he's saying, if there's a show that comes up or, you know, responsibilities change. That's the best phrase ever. A liquid schedule. schedule Sometimes it's frozen solid. Other times it's a vapor. (laughs) Man. Oh, that's what man. I'm I'm dealing with conflicts now. I just like, I, uh, I like doing international travel just because I like this. I like to see the world. I like to like see the cultures and and just to be able to tattoo like people from the other side. Of the world. I mean, come and get your work. It's just kind of like it's like it, it amazes me. So at the end of the day, I'm like I'm like if I get an opportunity to go 
you know, wherever I'm there. And uh, I just had like the biggest conflict of interest come up. And I'm like, cause I love doing the Indie Tattoo Expo. It's like one of my, I, it's obviously my hometown show and and, is, and Chris is a great guy run, and he runs a really great show. But then I get a message like for the last three years, four years, I think they haven't been doing this one in Sweden. And they're like, it's the same weekend. I'm just like, mm. oh my gosh, you know? And, and, and then I'm just kind of like, I already paid for the booth in Indie. So it's like, now I got to sit there and, you know, do, do I want the art? I don't know. You know, it's like things like that so come up. And I feel like your hometown show that you have the opportunity to go to every year and i love chris we're bad friends we're good friends bad friends we're bad friends uh we're good friends chris has joined us on the show so many I'm, times i'm we sure he'd yell at me for saying this but like bro sweden doesn't pop up every year right right that's kind of what I'm saying, <laughs> like man. sweden doesn't pop up every year like yeah, i love yeah. chris but man <laughs> I got friends out there too, man. I feel like when you when you go out there and you make friends, like in a lot of it's a lot, a lot of places are different than America. Like it, it seems like when you make friends in certain areas, it's almost like a lifelong friendship. Not so much. I mean, you you could talk to them five years later. It's like you it's, it's like it was yesterday, you know. Yep. So yep. And, and I feel like they just treat people. I wouldn't say necessarily better because I'm not gonna like put that word out there like that. But I feel like they treat people different, you know. And different mindset. I like it. So I'm like I love the mindset going to Sweden or anything like that. Just got the same to same day. I'm, I get you know I got you know accepted to the Rome Expo, so I'm doing that for sure. Like I'm trying to do Rome. I've been trying to do it. I got Rotterdam next month. That's gonna be crazy. I mean, because I do Amsterdam every every time it comes around. It's one of my favorite expos. And Rotterdam's about like 45 minutes down the down the subway. So nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm like six hundred dollar round trip. You know, you get that passport, you can start doing some things. It's really not that expensive to go fly out overseas and i feel like a lot of people kind of view it as like you know i'm like hey it's like flying to california to me like i don't like just give me an excuse to use this passport i'm trying to get them stamps so hmm. Hmm. he's he's getting get them stamps i have to get a passport it's on my list i gotta get on the ball and get mine as well the time Amsterdam Amsterdam's like, the one man it's like the epitome of an adult move right like once you get your passport you're like you're locked documented, in. documented. Oh, you're a passport. Yeah. oh you're an international traveler no i haven't traveled internationally. Well, get on it then i was going to go to japan <laughs> at like start of 2020 but that didn't happen then COVID happens yeah sure. what were you gonna go to japan for to go with my friend food. just to yeah. go yeah <laughs> i mean i support go spend a week idea. and a half out there you know I support this idea. Yeah. I went to Canada when you didn't need a passport to go to Canada. A couple of different pop-ups. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed to speak about what I was doing or where I was, but it was a good time. I went to art school in Detroit, so we <laughs> used to hop over to Windsor. And then the last time I did that with my group of friends, I'm not going to say we got detained, but they would not let us go any further until my buddies got a hold of their student advisors to explain like, okay, to be fair, one was from Iran. One was from Poland. Oh, <laughs> like it looked like you had a, a walking, group of international travelers. It looked like a walking joke going on. Like, <laughs> so this white girl tries to cross the border with, no, 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 this is real life. We just want to go back to school, guys. We, ju- we just came over for the night. It's cool. That's but it was like not a huge deal. It was really just like we had to wait around until the student advisors talked to the so-and-so right. and they were like no 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 they're here they're here for student they're student artists blah blah 
they are doing student type things. Yes. I remember they asked if we were bringing anything back over the border. I said, nothing but what's in my belly. Meaning like the food I ate. They they weren't down to joke. Let's just throw that out. I'll just leave it there. They were not down to joke. Kidding was not something they did. It's just because I had a good sandwich. Something All right. So I have a relatable story I had to bring up because you said that. Uh, right and this is only because it was like two months ago, three months ago. And so I'm going to New Zealand and I'm already like, you know, I had to go to Hawaii first. It's way cheaper to fly from Hawaii to New Zealand or like Australia or anything like that instead of buying a flight from here to Australia. Did you just make an excuse to me to stop in Hawaii? Like that's that's one thing you don't so ever just, have to. I was excuse. just at this really inconvenient layover in Hawaii. It was awful. <laughs> hey, I got stuck there one time. They didn't let me in Australia, so I just stayed in Hawaii for a week. I was like, all right, well, shit. Fuck it. That was about it. And I started climbing some mountains and check out some shit, volcanoes and shit. But then you, know, you realized that's where you were supposed to be the whole time. Yeah, now I'm like trying to find an excuse to like start something out there. You know, I'm like, let me, I, like, I need to be out here one of these days. Like, is, I want my kids to like, grow up a little bit, but I'm, is I'll there be, a Hawaii show? There is a Hawaii show, and I've been trying to get on it. So <laughs> I've been like, I've been trying to do that. I've been trying, you know, it's, 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 it's always booked up, you know. Um, Fawn, can you get us in the Hawaii show? I, as, as podcasts? I, just get us some vendor vendor passes i'll see what i can do i mean what if we pacific just go what if we just pass. go as like attendees and then i just bring our press passes and that cameras. sounds way less cool than having a place to hide somewhere it is nice having a place to hide yeah yeah just being able to walk away from the crowd is you my know, favorite part of being involved in it's conventions. a funny thing it's like what <laughs> like um, oh hi everybody i'm gonna go over here and not deal with you remember when we went to akron <laughs> for the rubber yeah. city invitation yeah, yeah. and uh we were just gonna set up a table in the and corner and booth. yeah tony said we could have whatever we needed he'd set us up with a table and somebody backed out at the very last minute like kind of like basically no showed the evening of and we ended up with a double booth and we conducted all of our interviews and it actually worked kind, out yeah. really rad. Yep. Uh, the other podcast got to launch from the other side as well. We were able to have like a media center. Yeah. I know, but that's so I'm the just thing. Saying, we could if we just so like, went, we could just get lucky and be like, kid. oh, we happen to have the Reese venting banner in that our backpack. Was the convention that's like a couple hours from us, hometown homies type such. I don't think we're gonna have the same type of hometown homie hookup with the hawaii crowd i'm just throwing it out there i don't have that many peeps in the aloha state in the aloha state i'll have to call kiyoki and be like hey can See, we tag that's, along that's all i'm asking for if you could just like there's there's an in we tap root we network that's what we do yeah we i can i can right. network us into yeah. some hawaiian that's all connections. I, that's all I'm asking. yeah that's, yeah that's i can hawaiian we can we can make that happen give me a reason to wreck some flyer miles I, it, 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 I feel like they, they interact really well in person. I feel like it's like it's way harder to like get a hold of a like a, a tattoo studio or the or the expo when you're like, but you you up there and talk to them in person. You make the effort. You already know. It's like they're like, all right, I, I let me hear what you're saying. I might not be able to get back to the thousand DMs I get or whatever the case may be, but right. you throw yourself out there. It's like a four hundred dollar round trip. I think is what it was. It was really. I mean, it's, I mean, not cheap, but I mean, four hundred dollars round trip. I bought a flight to the New Orleans show because I like so I was like stuck in in Hawaii, <laughs> worst place to be, right? Seven, seven days, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and I, I posted a thing. I'm like, hey, I, I can get, do this New Orleans show if any of my clients want to get tattooed for at least a full day, which will make it worth my time. I'm out, 
and a client hit me up within about 10 minutes. I, I got lucky, you know, it was like it was social media. And they're like, hey, you know, I'll get a flight. I'll fly out there and meet you. And, and I'm like, all right. I looked up a flight for that set or that next morning. So this was like at 11 o'clock at night. I got a flight out at 10 a.m. for I think it was $280 on the same day, just a straight flight. So, I mean, it's and it's always about that one one way, 300 bucks from Hawaii. I'm like, that's the new spot. You know, I, I always seem like far away as a kid. You know what I mean? But once you go there, it's like I'm mm. going back. Um, how much and how hard is it to get property? Maybe. Pretty expensive to be yeah, live that. there. How <laughs> hard is it to be a bum? How's that the bum culture? Is the bum culture strong? Do, do, it do don't get cold. We could nestle in somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, there, there's always space for tattooers. Shit, I that's I the tattoo. thing. I, feel like. I just I have a tattoo. I'm just what I'm is, just a clean, I'm just a hanger on, man. Just uh, oh man, you're more than a <laughs> hanger yeah. on. Well, you, the the podcast thing, go out, you know that that that, that probably hit off pretty well in Hawaii, man. Good save. <laughs> <laughs> Just come here. I, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, it'd be hard to live out there, but that's why, like, I live in Indiana. People ask all the time. I travel everywhere, and it's like, well, you don't really want to ruin there. paradise either. Yeah, like you're there all the time. It becomes normal. Exactly. Like, exactly. You don't, I don't. I don't want that. I don't want that. But uh, yeah, no. I back to. I got off topic. Of course, is what I do. But you I. Do too. That's okay. All these we times all I go to Hawaii and shit, right? I'll be like. Uh, I, the last time I actually made it to New Zealand, because the thing was, Australia had the first time they were like, hey, you know, you didn't get your visa in time, you can't go. So I lost a shit ton on that convention. But the next time I'm going to New Zealand and I already had, you know, my passport and everything, or I had the, the ETA they make you get or whatnot, electronic travel authority. And then I went through, went through customs, everything. They already searched me, all that. And then I get to like the, to get onto the plane and these like marshals stopped me. They're like, hey. So uh, you, you got any cash on you? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, how much? And I know you can't carry over 10,000, but I'm like, I'm going on like almost a week trip in New Zealand. I'm like, I got like five or 6,000 or something like that. He's like, can you show it to me? I'm like, oh shit. Well, I bought a bag uh, from this, at the Cleveland convention, actually, uh, this coffee place called like, I don't even remember what the hell it's called. Everyone was like, it's NGK's coffee place. I don't know. Uh, People, people go there. I don't know. I just, I just followed the crowd. Well, it says uh, drug money on it. So, so I fucking have to get my into my pocket, pull out, like, not my pocket, it was in my bag, and pull out this bag that, like, has this $100 bills in it and show it to me. It says drug money on there. I'm like, dude, I swear that's a coffee joke. Like, it's, it's from a coffee company. And he just, like, looked at me. He's like, look back down. And he, he let me go, obviously. I mean, <laughs> but I'm sitting here like, he didn't yeah he didn't find the humor in that either man he was not there to joke <laughs> there, I, I was like dude this is fucking hilarious like this is i, I go this is funny right like, i think i even said that to him he just like just didn't even answer me just like hands me my money back like have a good have a good flight <laughs> i mean i will because i've got drugs when i get where i'm going <laughs> oh man i know the weed in New Zealand, right no, i'm just kidding i don't know what it's about. <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. New Zealand, they they sell it on Facebook out there, bro. I I I can't make this shit up. I'm just like that. Like everyone's so nice and first to be like, hey, how can I help you? And it's like, man. So you know this thing called weed? in this country? You know what I mean? Like, you guys got that? Because that'd be dope. And they're just like, yeah, man. Because on Facebook, like, 
what kind do you want, bro? Like, I got the, I'm gonna sit here. It's like, all right. We can't get away with that in our country, man. I've got first thing we, I don't even know how that works. I think, I don't know how Facebook just allows certain things, but I say like shit and they fucking ban me for 30 days. So, right. Well, it's just like, like the people selling guns. They're like, I've got this case for sale that used to have a insert firearm into parentheses inside of it that i'll sell you for 1200 bucks right hey i mean anyway you hundred dollar case hmm? okay okay right hey beat this anyway people can beat the system man like i just you know it's i don't i don't understand it never have <laughs> people try too hard like i get it's not hard to find weed why do you got to be loud about it like right now Never uh, once at any point in my life has it been a struggle to find wheat. Your sculpture deflated. I know. It's, it's <laughs> cuter and cuter. It's time to get oh, man. Um, Fawn made me a snail out of our, the sculpting putty that we play with. And uh, it's it's melting into my keyboard. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just a yeah. sad little snail. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. You know, life is kind of snail-like. Melting right. and all those metaphors we can throw out there. <laughs> right. oh, i totally totally feel that um i i remember when i was super young my family didn't fly often but my, my my mom and brother went somewhere and they were checking their bags or whatever and they're like nobody's uh handled your bags and my brother's like no not except for the guy outside that like took it around the corner for a minute and the guy behind the counter just like wish i didn't hear that but that they literally like pulled their bags completely apart took every item out of searched the like right there like in the middle of the, like on the counter like there was no take it to the back room there was no boop just, just bloop there it dumped is everything out of their bags well let's be quick about it well right. i mean i guess they've never been joking at the airport i guess that's the rule for the day as we learn bro hold up hold up hold up hold up I, I just saw someone get away with having weed in the airport. I'm not. I'm they don't give a fuck about weed in the airport anymore. I what? They don't. What, Everyone's like so scared. And I'm, I'm like, I saw this shit in Indiana, and it's illegal as fuck here. So like, we're still backwoods as shit, and you know, um, it is what it is. The, the property value is nice. So, um, but so so, <laughs> so so someone gets pulled like like pulled them aside. They have a grinder and like a half ounce of weed. The cops come there and all this shit, and like, turns out it was one of the police officers like. We knew from getting tattooed at the shop. So it was like, oh, like, hey, we know you. Like, hey. You know, <laughs> Jim, I'm like, hey. I'm like, hey, man, don't, don't arrest this chick. But the thing is, they had already let her go. So she's like walking to catch her flight. And like the police are like, hey, you just going to let her go? He's like, well, man, like they don't prosecute in Indianapolis, man. Like they're like, they're not going to take this case. So like, you know, just, just let her go and take it away. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm like, all right, say less. You know, that's, uh, it's good to see like the world I've change. heard, I've heard. That as long as you're not stinking and you're not carrying like an obscene amount. So if you're sealed up and you're not being loud about your day, they don't give a fuck. Mm. Um, I've flown with pens. I've flown with things like that, but never flower. Um, but I've had several, how do I say this? People that I know travel frequently be like, the fuck you just don't put that in your carry on for <laughs> I, I know people who do. I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I won't, I won't 
get into into any of all that but I know the idea is to keep it real loose just so we're on the same page (laughs) real loose same same the kind of only rules of the show are if we're going to speak ill of anyone you leave their name out of it and if we talk about toilet humor we frown upon it oh yeah we don't talk shit we don't talk about shit yeah right yeah that's like the rules rules. that's good rules pretty easy pretty easy so I, I, wherever you were sitting before i was getting distracted by the sunset behind you it was it was getting all pretty behind no, you no, i was trying not nice to stare guy. at it um do you want to talk <laughs> about uh tattoos to save my life just... yeah no i'm definitely down i obviously i'm wearing a shirt so mm-hmm. uh the ta- those the tattooing one and we kind of made some of these for like the tattooers that were getting involved because ultimately you know like you know, I, we've been doing like suicide awareness fundraisers for years here at the shop. And I've always tried to think of a way I could kind of give back. And, you know, as I get older, you just kind of think of like your purpose, you know, as far as like, you know, tattooing goes, I can only tattoo for so long, you know, I mean, I'm 32, which so I think I got some years left, but at the end of the day, like, you know, I want to be able to like do more than tattoos, you know, and, you know, I, I was in college for psychology, all that stuff. So I always wanted to kind of make a difference somehow. And, you know, like the more I tattoo people and hear like the stories about, you know, why they're getting their tattoos, you know, the more it kind of pushed me to be like, hey, you know what, like, I feel like a lot of artists could get down with this, you know, and, and, and kind of share their stories about how maybe, you know, life hasn't been the easiest for them, you know, and, and, and inspire some of these people that, you know, are kind of going through some hard times, because I mean, like, the amount of people I've lost, I mean, whether that be family members, close friends, you know, to suicide over the past five five years alone like it's just been ridiculous you know and like it, it hits different every time you know and you're just like you know i wish i could have done something i you know i wish i could have done something and you know here's what i'm doing so uh again we're just ultimately trying to create a platform to be able to share their stories you know um it, there's a lot more to it like we're working with some like programmers for an app right now um uh, again i'm not gonna go spill the beans yet because i, I want to I, I talk about what I'm doing, not what I plan on, because at the end of the day, some things, you know, might, might, might change, you know, but right. but right now we do have a collective of probably like 30, 40 artists that we've talked to all over the world, you know, multiple countries um, that are behind this cause, you know, and even a few of them have started making t-shirt designs, man. Cause I what was the whole goal was I'm like, Hey, you know, that it, we're a nonprofit organization. So everything we make, we're putting it right back into it. We're either going to donate 10% of, you know, the profits to uh, suicide awareness foundation um or you know that and that's that's for like the t-shirt sales and all that but you know beyond that we're also going to pay our artists you know like that create the shirts if they sell like their shirts specifically we're throwing them 40 percent of the profit so it's like you know say it takes us seven dollars uh, fee you know at the at, for production costs and we're selling these shirts at 25 dollars a piece you know they're they're making a commission of you know without doing the math you know it's, it's probably like seven eight dollars a shirt something like that to where like they sell a hundred shirts you know they might have a little little check on the side you know so where mm-hmm. again they kind of show and, and build unity man like, we want we want to like we want to get more people together for this cause i mean even I mean, there's even there's a lot of like, i think even like podcasts and other organizations like, like operation tattoo freedom and i know mm-hmm. robbie ripple and his like rad movement yeah. and things like mm-hmm. that that are like aligning with the same like goals that we have but we're but like also i'm trying to focus specifically on you know taking the platform of tattooing and you know is i mean and 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 t- seeing what seeing what i can do to you know to help help others 
but I mean, even our, even us as tattooers, because I feel like a lot of times we're we're viewed as like more of an object than a person, you know. Mm-hmm. And and again, I won't get into like the sappy like because I'm not one of those like new school fucking like I don't like to view myself as that new school crybaby tattooer. But at the end of the day, like you know, I also feel like you know people do have feelings, you know what I mean? And and we do get stressed out. And you know, sometimes we do shut down. I mean, like I got 3,700 missed text messages right now. I'm trying to get back to them. And I'm just like, sometimes I go home and I'm just like. I cannot, you know, uh, sorry, I don't know if that, if that pulled me out there. Um, I cannot like even deal with it. Not that I'm like, not even on a level of like, depression, but I mean, I'm just stressed out for my day. I tattooed mm-hmm. 10 hours today. I, I, I can't sit there and get into 15 conversations. Yeah. And then they're already like mentally up. drained. Exactly. I mean, it takes a lot. I mean, you know, to, to be able to put like our all into a, an art piece every day, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and to do it consistently every day, it's like, that's why you think there's so many mental health problems in the tattoo industry. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm hitting it. That's why I want to hit that angle because I talk to people, a lot of mm-hmm. people. I travel a lot and like, and, and I feel like we're all like, not, I mean, not everybody, but I, I would say a good 80% of the people I talk to are like on that same page. Like, you know what? Do tattooing saved my life too, man. And I'm like, fucking right on. You know, that's the fucking name. You know, I think I was talking with like Cody Gower. Uh, I was like, you know, like right after divorce status, you know, I'm like trying to figure out like, dang, what am I going to do? Like not having my kids here every night. You know, I'm just, and I'm just in a spot where I need to talk to somebody, you know? And, and he helped me bring me the perspective. Like, Hey, he's like, dude, you got tattooing, man. He's like, where were you at before? You know, like, what is, you know I mean? Like, you know, I'm sitting here like, you know what shit, like everything remarkable other than, other than creating my kids, of course, obviously that's like the top thing in my, in my priority list, but you know, anything I've done as far as like, I can be proud of and, you know, in this life for the most part, you know, it's, it's pretty much came from tattooing. You know, it's, it's allowed me to see the things I want to see to meet the people that I, that I never knew I would have had a chance to meet, you know, and just kind of like live this crazy lifestyle that like, you know, a lot of, I mean, it's almost like unreal sometimes, you know, you go and you're just like, damn, like no movie could even recreate this sometimes. You know what I mean? So it, it's pretty it's, cool. It's crazy. Not even being a tattooer, the privileges I'm awarded from being in and around the tattoo community and how much of my life has been affected from just being able to be around. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm, I've said it before. I'm not, I'm not a tattooer and right. I still base the majority of my schedule around. Yeah. Every time Ben is like <laughs> hires with a new company, he's like, first of all, I need these weeks off. I don't know if you know this, but I won't work this week. I won't work this week <laughs> and I won't work this week ever. Um, so it's it's kind of weird that like, just like you're saying, it's it's not just a uh, it's not just a job for you guys. It's it's ingrained in your day to day. It's part of the lifestyle. And it's like. I wouldn't be awarded nearly the privileges that I have if I hadn't been involved in the tattoo community as long as I have. It's it's amazing little pocket niche. Yeah, it is. It really is a cool community to be a part of. It's a fun time. But so. I mean, it, it, as much as it is inclusive, though, I feel like uh, it's just as much exclusive as well. You know, and that that's like what a lot of like these upcoming artists, younger artists, you know, like strive like they strive just to be like for this acceptance. You know, that they just want to be accepted as a good tattooer. You know, and and have right. people like respect them in the industry. And I feel like social media really kind of fogs that version of like what, you know, like uh, of, of everything really, you know, it sets these standards that you feel you have to like, you have to be able to like, you know, achieve to be able to like, no, oh, I'm a good tattoo artist, you know? And, right. and, and that's a whole new stress that we're dealing with. Like, 
because it, it used to be like that hard grit, like, you know, you're a fucking outlaw tattooer, you know, fucking, you know, whatever. And and now it's like, people are like, they're going to art school coming out, you know, and people got feelings. So like, fuck. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like uh, you, you kind of said it in, in, in 2000 in the, in the early 2000s, Right. Um, to, to be a tattoo was a young warthog. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't get me started. Um, it to to be involved in the culture was an invite only type of thing. There mm-hmm. wasn't like a um uh, uh uh well I said I wanted to do it so I'm gonna do it type of right. Mm-hmm. It was very um apprenticeship based. Still, you had to pay your dues <laughs> to even be considered for an apprenticeship. By that, I mean, get a fucking bunch of tattoos um, at the place you're trying to get an apprenticeship at. Um, and it was just it was just a different vibe. Now, people almost come out of the gate like, hey, this is my first tattoo. Look at my hyper realistic, perfect portrait that I can do already. It's it's insane to me to watch uh, some of off, these like. Yeah, first off, fuck them. All right. So, <laughs> oh my God, so many people come out like, what? You know, like, oh, you're an apprentice. All right, like each year, right, right. Teach <laughs> me some things. Like, God, Jesus. Yeah, can I just but hang out, soak that up? Yeah. Um, right. It's it's insane to me to see the quality of what is being put out right now, but that just speaks volumes to the difference in equipment that's being used, mm-hmm. the techniques that have advanced the information that has been shared and spread around and involved into new products and things that make something that when you had a seven round and one liner to do your quality whole, of needles whole fucking project of with now you can use 32 different needle sets and it's a it's a whole nother there's more tools to the trade it's fair um so it's just it's crazy to me to watch the quality progression not just of tattoos but equipment and what's being used to do that it, it blows my fucking mind still yeah still. yeah it's uh i mean even since i started tattooing i believe in 08 i'm pretty sure it was 08 and like <laughs> i was hazy back then <laughs> it might have been 07 but i'm pretty sure it was 08 but anyways i feel like even in that short amount of time we've it's it's just been like um like it, it it was like tattooing didn't change for a really long time from like the seventies all the way through the nineties right. and into the early two thousands. Everybody was still using coil machines. The pigments were all pretty much the same. There were limited palettes, you know, you had to like know somebody to know somebody to even like order, order something <laughs> from a, a reputable supply right. company, you know? And then now we get into like, 2010 2012 and now i can order a beginner kit on amazon for 142 Mm -hmm. it's like i know everybody (laughs) always talks about the like surge in tattoo popularity with uh, because of the tv shows but Eh. whatever the whatever the spark was it's like it went from each small town having one or two tattooers to each small town now having 130 two or three <laughs> shops each with like right four to ten tattooers right so it's with that many people in it we've got this influx of amazing artists that we see every day on instagram that hit our feeds but also there's a whole bunch of artists that are in way over their heads and hurting people <laughs> and, like you'll see the the, the picture of the photo fresh and it's mediocre and you see it healed a few months months later and it's like oh they did 
way more than they should have. Like this was way over their head. That looks saturated. You know, and <laughs> I mean, and unfortunately, every tattooer goes through that. Like the only way I could get better was by taking things on that were a little bit over my head. But like, there's For a difference sure. between like jumping off the deep end and like going out into the middle of the <laughs> Gulf Coast. But and that's, like, that's how you define your style in your first. Okay. From my experience, from what I've seen, not being a tattooer, most people who start their careers are are taking anything and everything on. Mm-hmm. That's what they should be doing. I so they've so. honed in what they're good and or like doing the mm-hmm. most. If you if you're in your first couple of years of tattooing, you don't fucking know. It's just like any any long term job like that. You're talking about honing an artistic craft. Like you don't think that's gonna progress and change and, and different different differentiate over time. I don't eat the same meal three days in a row. Do you know what I mean? My like, first few years tattooing, doing- I thought I was working towards being a black and gray portrait artist. That's so far from what I do now, but I can do them. Visa V Casey points. Visa V Casey points. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, so like if you could could you imagine only doing the tattoos you did in your first year the rest of your career? Oh man, I'd be doing a whole bunch of playing cards. (laughs) I'd be doing a whole bunch of lettering. I'd be doing a whole bunch of like people would flip through the book of stuff that I had already done and be like, I want that. And I'd be like, but I already did. This is just what I'm showing you what I've done, like already done. This isn't like, this isn't a catalog for you to pick from. (laughs) It took me a long time to realize how there's a way to say that to people by like actually being like, oh, this isn't a catalog of what I have to offer. I'm just showing you what I have done. What is your idea? Took me forever to realize I could say that to people because they just keep doing things I had already done over and over. Yeah. You said portfolio in 2002 and people looked at you, portfolio, what? It it took so long (laughs) for it to click to me that they felt like I was handing them a catalog to choose from. Like, no, this this is what I drew for somebody else. This was somebody else's story. Right. But just communicating with people becomes a art. Take this fucking what? This guy wants this. Josh, you're up. I'm like, we're going to do, we're going to learn today. What? <laughs> I guess and, I'm an expert at frogs now. <laughs> yeah, all right. Color rule is a hot fuck. Like, okay, I managed a street shop for a while, and that's exactly how it was. It, it was very, um, you want the fourth or fifth picture on Google? I'll hit print. <laughs> I really want it to be unique. Could you go like three pages in, four down, two over? Right. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That is unique. Yeah, I've been thinking about this tattoo for so long. Like, I've been like, this, I've been wondering, and you're just like, and you want to, and I, I always get this feel. Like, and nowadays it's way easier because you can we figure out how to. And be like, all like now, but like, hey, I can't do that tattoo because someone else already did that tattoo. Like, you know, it's like it's one thing if it's like lettering or a, mm-hmm. a Pisces sign or something. Like, I'll, I'll make. I'm here to make the client happy at the end of the day. But well, you know, that's the part of the street shop part of me that'll always remain in my heart. Like, oh, you want to get a tattoo? I might. It might not be one I throw in my portfolio, but if it makes you happy, like fucking sit in the chair. Unless it's like <laughs> if it's like hate related, you know what I mean. But like, I gotta do a penis Pikachu the other a penis you the other day. I was so excited. <laughs> that's and, what I'm talking uh, about. That was that street uh, shop life I mentioned earlier. I said anything I said can pop off at any time. Right. Oh my god. Probably my favorite tattoo. 
Um, but you know, just those little fun ones sometimes, you know, and, and for me, I'm like, I think it's like a little bit of ADD involved, but I, I cannot do the same tattoo. Every, I cannot do the same style every day. I would get so bored and I get burnt out, like doing all. Yeah. Like every day. I, yeah. this, I, yesterday I did black and gray realism all day. And then the day before that I'm doing comic book full color, you know, and, and then before that I'm doing sip, sibling, all dot work, three round right. liner. And I'm just like, I'm like, all right, like that's what excites me about tattooing or trying to put them all together. You know, be like, Hey, I've learned all this shit over the years. Like, but I can do. Let's make so collage. That's what I'm trying to do now, really. Bum, bum, there we go. Oh, oh, yep. There's the old, old peanut shoe. I, uh, it's so yeah, cute. I, <laughs> he even gave the balls feet. Oh, I'll, there was so like in this, it was a flash stencil. So like all those veins are custom. The hair, like that's one of a kind hair right there. No other Pinachu will ever have that same hair. Bro, uh, that is a kind. hefty size tattoo. That's not a trinket. That's a centerpiece. Do you oh, want to see yeah. something crazier? Boom. Nice. Oh, that, was, yeah, that, was, that was a fun one. That We did that one in Amsterdam and uh, it was so cold. Like, yeah that's all i gotta say it was cold that it and, was and cold it was so cold <laughs> we were like right by like it, and it was a dope convention one of the coolest buildings i tattooed in it was but like we were like right by where they opened these doors and it was like a big like almost like a greenhouse like all like glass walls and ceilings and shit and like they opened it up so like we had that that breeze coming in i'm like yeah hit his shirt off like dude i'm dying it's the worst to be cold, like oh, cold I, like that while you're getting tattooed. Oh yeah, no, I I already know. I'm for me, I like I said, I'm I'm getting my armpit done this weekend, and I'm sitting here thinking like, I don't think I can be cold. Like when I get stuff like that, I start sweating. So like, to be honest, like oh, I just can't look be cold. At the Frenchies. Oh yeah, that's what I do uh, on the side. That's my that's my side hustle. Wait, you said Frenchies? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I breed French bulldogs. I, uh, I got nine Bruh. at home. I got three available. You know, just in case you want one. You know, so, so, so we got some. We, we have <laughs> I, uh, I'm obsessed. Like we, we really like. Uh, yeah, I have like two people I have hired for that company, and they, and and so ultimately, like they're spread between like three households, like amongst like the nine. Or eleven that are owned right now. I have two puppies that are, you know, whatever. But it's a uh, man. It's fun going home. Let me tell you. I just like sometimes after a hard day, I just like put my sweatshirt on, roll it over, and just lay down and let them all. Just, <laughs> Puppy like, love does fix a lot of problems. Oh, I swear. Yeah, man. Let me tell you. But uh, another Ooh, excuse. Look at that pinky. Sorry. Oh, that was so. I started with that on him. I was like, hey, bro, I'm gonna. I'm gonna color your entire pinky black. I'm just and gonna get time. it out of the way first. Oh my gosh! Oof, this is beautiful. Yeah. Very nicely done. Thank you. Probably, probably awesome. sound like a rock after that. Oh yeah, I wonder what it looks like now. It's a hand. So like having like you know done a hundred fucking now I don't know how many hand tattoos I've done, but I feel like 
I'm looking forward to going through and, and rehitting it and I kind of do it a little bit more. It was pretty swole, swollen when we got done with it. I mean, his hand was like, it went from like a medium sized glove to at least an XL. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, uh, I, anytime I do a hand, it's not often that I do a hand, but I almost always like, it's going to be two to three sessions just to really get mm-hmm. everything saturated nicely. Cause it's like, if you oversaturate, then you have like cracking skin and things like that. So there's like, it's one of those you know. My hand was done in one shot. Well, but you you kind of skipped the knuckles. That's the hardest part to get it to like be beautiful. Yeah, I got my I got lettering on my really. That's it. I'm cool on getting them touched up. I think it looked faded. I like the faded look. It says live once. You know what I mean? I, I don't say <laughs> get tattooed fucking once. That's all that's what that means too. One shot. <laughs> one well, shot. Fuck that. My skinny ass fingers. And then like I had uh Man, I had to like, I won't get to get into that one. I kind of re- got my one hand reworked a little bit. But uh, this one I had like two or three sessions on and same situation. I had to like go tattoo after I got my hand tattooed. So like, just so y'all can see like what it's like, you know, bioorganic. Mm-hmm. I think kind of like the Alex Gray inspired, but Nick actually, Nick McNulty drew this on and just and rocked it out. And when he went into the color session, we did it, all the outlines first and we came back for the color. And I wish I got that lucky. And I'll tell you, like, I, I feel like every tattoo, I feel like I got to get it done in one session sometimes. Because I feel like how I tattoo nowadays and how the expectations are like higher than they used to be. I'm all about getting sessions done. But I feel like nowadays I have a hard time with clients. Like sometimes they travel or sometimes like, you know, they're like, oh, I got the schedule. Or, oh, I, hey, I can't get you in for two months. And it's like, I feel like I got to like go from A to B, but or A to Z, shall I say. But you know, this one, two, two shots, my hand was probably like, I mean, I, I came to work and literally got into, into extra large gloves to tattoo with. It was, it was so bad. And I'm like, shit. I mean, I can't like, you know, in the tattoo lifestyle, I, was like, I can't take a day off. Like what? Like, yeah. <laughs> my, I just remember how just puffy my whole hand was. My knuckles were all like one, like, Oh. mound they weren't right there was no like articulation between the knuckles it was just one and like you couldn't really tell where like if i if i made a loose fist you couldn't really tell where it went from like hand to finger yeah, yeah. just big old sausage legs oh all That's man three passes once adam gets back here i'll probably have him go over it again it's been a few years now yeah i wouldn't mind getting another pass on my left hand I'm really excited. We've got Adam joining us again at Red Tree. Me, super excited. He goes by Scab Wizard on Instagram. The Scab Wizard. <laughs> you know, you know Adam France, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was gonna say like the last name, and I was like, hold on. Then I when I say like the wrong name, and then seem like a dick. So I'm like, all right, like I think it's Adam France, but you know, yeah. I mean, like I, yeah. I follow you guys' page and all that. So I, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I it's hard to keep up nowadays as much. You know what I mean? Because we're so like busy with life but i feel like mm-hmm. it's, it's, social media is so fucking important it's i hate it i hate to say that out loud but it is it's like it's the difference of like i mean sometimes some of the connections you make like just aren't possible like i mean you can't be every place at one time mm-hmm. and right. there's such a larger reach so you're able to to hit you know mm-hmm. like the last thing i want to be doing is going out and I mean, I, well, I lied. All right. I like making some videos. It's kind of fun sometimes, but like, <laughs> I'm like, but keep up. Like, I don't want to, uh, I, I don't want to do them stupid ass videos where I feel like I got to exploit myself and make myself look dumb to like get attention. I, I see that all the time. I'm like, that's why I can't even do TikTok. I, I'll get on there and post some shit. 
but I do not stroll through there. Cause I'll just be seeing people doing something that makes me embarrassed. I'll be like, when I see, when I see people doing embarrassing shit, I cover my, it, it's kind of funny. Like I'll be like in bed cringe watching. for humanity. No, I, for I was, we were watching some, I think it was like that for you movie last night from net on Netflix. And, and then like the mom saying some like really like offensive stuff, like this embarrassing for hit. And I'm sitting here like covering my head up. Like I'm scared. Like, I was, like, <laughs> like, I'm like, like, what's wrong? I'm sitting here. Like, I can't watch someone do, I just, I, there's something about me that can't watch someone embarrass himself like that. I'm like, what are you doing? I know it's fake, but stop. I know it's fake, but you're hurting my insides. Oh man. I, uh, yeah, sometimes I couldn't, like my buddies were really, really into that WWF. I won't get into that because I know a lot of people are really big fans of that and that's all power. Like, that's all more power to them, you know, but I just, I could not watch it because people be swearing, that's real, bro. That's real, man. They really bust tears on each other's heads. I'm sitting here like, bro, look at that acting. Man. Like his C-class acting. He's not doing, like, he, he didn't even hit him right there. Like, he didn't hit him. He didn't hit him. My, my argument is always, yes, the impact is real. No, the storyline is not. <laughs> yeah. So can, we, can, we just, can, we, can we blend what we're trying to say here? Oh, but I we have two all... clients that watch wrestling most of the time when I work on them. And you know what? It's totally fine with me because they both like giggle at it and laugh at it and see it for like the cheesy Male cinematic art that it, that it is. Yes. One of them even calls it his soap opera. Yeah. I, yep. That's what it is. But it's reality shows before reality shows. And they actually got to beat each other up. It was the best kind. I know you all know somebody who swears that shit's real, though. Real, real. Oh, no, I'm yeah, yeah like any juggalo you've ever talked to. <laughs> oh, you said <laughs> You said that shit. Table dive. First off, Superhuman is my homie. I never met him, but I think we can I'll be just throw it out there. I want to vibe with you. <laughs> <laughs> I watch that shit. Like, jump on some thumbtacks, bro. I'll watch the fuck out of that. Like, okay. Until <laughs> he, I hate he breaks a leg and it's your, your fault. I'm doing oh this God. one for my tattoo homies. <laughs> he oh dies. My God. Call us out. <laughs> now we feel oh, bad. Like, oops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this one's for tattoos. Save my life. And then it's like, He's not getting up. Oh shit! Tattoos oh, do not, in fact, <laughs> no, save his life. That's the real bad PR. I'm just throwing it out. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not gonna reach out to Superhuman probably from not. like after this conversation. Sure, I was. Yeah, I'm gonna mark him off the list of. Uh, That's probably uh, smart. Influencers we're trying to reach out to. So yes, I guess he was, he was probably smart. I mean. I'd set up some dumb stunts with them, but I don't know about fun. You always got to be better. I was trying. I was trying so hard. It's, it's, Sorry, we have Sculpty Wars in the middle of all this. As as this is the first time we've actually done this, but look at him. So one of the things, habit. Josh, we talk about these uh, magical, mythical snail tattoos that Ben's going to do one day when he becomes oh, a yeah. professional tattooer. He'll yeah. only tattoo snails. I'm going to do one tattoo and one tattoo only snails hey i mean it's gonna be the same tattoo i'm just gonna get really good at doing that one it's gonna start off as just like a black outline and that outline's gonna get like more like it'll go through an old school iteration then a new school iteration then super neo trad and it'll have like tattoos on its shell and then it'll re-simplify to just a super bold outline and like two colors offset pink pink 
and then it'll be like super hyper photorealistic yep. and then it'll be like neon black light yep bon already knows the progression but it'll be the same exact snail 700 times that's the goal make a flip book out of it that's the goal so the chris Ragonian then basically oh, I, can't, yeah, I can't say it. um yeah yeah very dope artist who will throw 17 styles into something i love it I just gotta, I don't I know we not name calling, but I, I had to throw that one out there because like that it's all love with that. I say he's a lot a lot of his artists overseas too. I'll be sitting here like, you know what? Like that's inspiration for me is like as a as an artist, you know, I just tattoo what I love to see. So, you know, right. yeah, there's game in my game. Like I'll never go steal someone's tattoo, but you best believe it. I'm inspired as fuck by some of these I'm guys. Soak you know that I mean? up. Um my thing it. is is I I'll tell you all- too. Right. Hey, thank you for inspiring me on this piece. Yeah, um, 100%. I, I am, my most frequently asked question is, is how much is your deposit? <laughs> and I have to look people in the face and be like, I don't tattoo people. And they're like, you're fucking stupid. Like, shut up, bro. Like, when can I get it? You probably just booked out. I'm like, no, like, I'm not a fucking tattooer. Never have been. <laughs> don't, it's not. I, I can't draw stick figures you know I, I, sure give me a hundred bucks next wednesday come over bro like i'll tell so now i think i'm just gonna learn this one and get proficient and just just hone it in that way when that that question comes up i can be like it's a specialty tattoo you have to join a membership club to get it i can charge like a full day rate knock it out in like an hour hour and a half whatever the, the you know the tattoo calls for and uh just just so I can rake that, are you a tattooer? Cash in. You should Maybe. be like yes, but only for one. I only for charitable contributions, and we could come up with like a snake save the snails foundation. The charitable contribution is my broke ass. Okay. <laughs> you could have a pet snail tank. Oh, keep it, that's keep it just telling the truth. It's telling the truth that you know I've never actually done a tattoo, but I really want to do snails, and you will get a bite. I swear to God. Like, I already have several people have volunteered. Mm, I, have, I have a waiting list at this point. Yeah, I found a I found a couple randos in our tattoo collecting email the other day. A few yep, random there's, messages there's that came in over the last few in weeks. there, and then I've got a couple personals that are like, I want one. I'm just telling you, like it's we just got like the first ten. Yeah, you're already ready, man. Halfway there, bro. <laughs> Clients lined up. Dipping and ripping you, as that you speak. Before you even start tattooing, if you were to do one a day, you're booked like half a month out. That's fair. It's pretty good statistics. How many followers are you up to? Seven. You know, you can't be a good tattooer until you have thousands of followers. That's not true. It's not? If I build it, they will come. <laughs> the snail trail. Will Hold grow on. on its own. Hold on a second. Yeah, you said snail trail. I'm gonna throw I, that out there. I did. I did frequently. That's oh, the beauty I, I of this out, whole thing. I just found out what that was about. I just found out what that was like a month ago. Well, in lightness. Yeah, that's the things that we don't talk about. I got kids that could be seen. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Closely handled. Sir. Well done. Well, well played. Done. Well played. I often consider like I, my my daughter's five. And I'm like, is this going to be the archive legend that I leave? Is me half ripped babbling on about aliens and tattoo nonsense? And that's how my, like, you know, if I'm going to die in some freak motorcycle accident. And this is, she's going to be watching these the rest of her life. 
she's going to be like, if some, if, if, if something crazy like that were to happen, she's going to be like, my dad was awesome. This She'd be exactly like, Aunt <laughs> this is what <laughs> you guys did. <laughs> I'd be like, well, See, so when you're when is, you're public speaking it's a little bit sometimes there are there are things that are called social lubricants and this so, is one of them right uh, it really does open me up and make me babble a little bit more no shit <laughs> we've uh, met no we don't sit at each other with no at each other's houses with no TV, no music, no radio, and stare at each other deeply into our eyes and talk for hours ever. That never happens. Mm-hmm. Just like every third day. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not wrong. So you know it's real homies when there's no entertainment plan. You know what I mean? Right. Like when someone's just like, "What are you doing? Nothing." Okay, I'm on my way over. That's the plan. <laughs> like, right? I'm on my way over is the plan. I'll get a random text or call and yeah, it'll be like and I'll be like on my way. And then I'll be like halfway out the door, like, do I need real pants or sweatpants? Okay. It's always sweatpants. Um, and that's 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 what it's really about. Like that's what the tattoo culture is about. That's what the lifestyle is about. Building that uh what up, homie? Oh, I really feel like we have a lot of silliness on here, but I really feel like if we were to fast forward and rewatch these episodes as if they were like journals, it's gonna be kind of cool. You know what? And like sit and share some of those these same conversations with your kid as she gets older. That's gonna be no, kind of cool. I don't want to rewalk my kid through like the last couple years of my train wreck. To have it all like on fucking films kind of scary. But it's not really on film. It's vague. Those talks, but it's still there. Camera. It's still there. Like, oh, you know why I was pissed off on this episode? <laughs> Had nothing to do with the episode. Let me tell you about your mom. No, what? <laughs> I'm kidding. I love. It. It's not like that. I know. Uh, but yeah, it's. Can you, can you just imagine the archive? Like, it's like it's already like a time capsule. If we were to look at like the very first few episodes that we all did together. When Fawn had dreads. I had long hair. And we were in the dark, dark, ominous setting. We were gathered around Jordan's living room. Yep, yep. The good old days. Now we have this high quality production. Is that a green screen? It's, uh, a, it's giant a giant fucking TV. TV. <laughs> oh, that's dope. I, so I have I've got it set up as our third. I don't know if you can see the cursor on there, but I've got it set up as our extra monitor. Oh, that's dope. I say I I honestly like when I got my house, I the one of the rooms is painted green for podcasts. And I'm like, dude, if I can be like in fucking outer space right now. Like, I mean, we could, we could do that. Be. We could put anything we want on this TV well, we behind gotta, us. We, we could make watch, it look like we're skydiving. We, we get scooped in close. Things, though. We can't just be like blasting somebody else's shit. I think if we credit them. Somebody else's shit. Let's skydive. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, if we just like... Kyle, why are you skydiving? You haven't asked. Oh, Kyle, can we skydive? I'd have to do it from this computer. I'd have to find some skydiving footage. It's about to get real. It's going to get crazy. You know, I went skydiving, speaking of. And it was like the most underwhelming experience I think I've ever had. As hope, far as like what I expected, in I hope I'm not underwhelmed happened. by free falling. Well, just got down and I was like, that was it. We just like 48 seconds. 
I waited nine hours for 48 seconds. Okay. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I, I just don't, I, I want to go skydiving bad. I just, uh, you know, something about being the little spoon. On, I don't know, like, who's going to so Here's be, a gig. You're offset. You don't, you don't, you don't realize that when I, you see all the videos. So this you're offset. Be in my head. It's not your head. It's like mid back. So you're actually like chin to chest. You're like right here on them. Because oh, I so told him I was going to spit on the people underneath me, and he got real upset. He was like, "Don't do that! It'll hit me in the face." <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I, just, so. I I just I haven't looked into it enough. So I was like, I really I, that was one on the bucket list. And then someone's like, "Hey, you got to go with somebody." I'm like, "Man, I don't see that in the movies." Like, 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 well, you can static line, which is way less fun because there's no free fall. So there's things that you can do to jump without an instructor. Absolutely. So static mm -hmm. line is they clip a clip to a line that pulls your chute as you jump out so there's no free fall you're instantly into a parachute well since you're already in the fucking parachute you don't need to be strapped to somebody you just float down to the ground um but like your first couple jumps i think you do have to strap up with somebody i feel like if i was jumping tandem with somebody i'd have to have this talk with them i'd have to like look them into their eyeballs into their soul and be like how are you today Dude, do you love life my guy was the guy that jumped on the plane for. last, cut through the fucking cockpit. He's like, you get that shit, bro? Click, click. Like, he didn't. He, I got zero got, instructions. Like, sky surfer. I got zero instructions. I got zero, like, this is how you do it. Everybody else had their instructor off to the side before you got on the plane. No, my dude literally jumped through the back and was your like, guys, right. Your guy's like, I'm trying to get three more jumps in today. Let's go. He's like, do you, he literally asked me if I get sick. And I'm like, no, like, that's not, not really a gig. He's like, cool. I'll give you instructions right before we jump. Okay. And then so you just jump. Literally everybody else gets off the plane. He gets back from the cockpit and links into me. He's like, okay, it's our turn. Let's go. Uh, put your feet back. And like, when I say tuck, fucking tuck, bro. One, two, three. And we jumped out of the, that was my instructions. I mean, I feel <laughs> okay. like I might like instructions like that better. Like, you know how simple and sweet is the best way to do it? Like, don't yeah. for complicated. Yeah. Let it be intuitive. But when I tell you to tuck, well, we, tuck. we did this like back thing and then like he spun and then like he was like, open your arms and we pulled our shoe. So like we did like crazy stuff where everybody else just kind of, like yes. Um, <laughs> But then, like, even still, it was like four seconds of like loop, loop. Okay, here we are. Poof. All right, now we're just up high, looking at stuff. It was very, very. I don't want to say underwhelming. It's not the right. But it was cool. I wouldn't say I wouldn't go again. But like the expectation that I had in my head of like, what an adrenaline rush! Life is fucking great. No, it wasn't there. Okay. Okay. It just wasn't there. I see. I. I, I've had things like, I don't know. I was afraid the Grand Canyon was going to be like that. Yeah. I thought it was going to be underwhelming. I was wrong. But we have digressed. What were we talking about? Um, <laughs> I would love to get back to talking up to uh, talking about uh, tattooing saved my life. I think that's an important topic. And something we haven't touched on at all yet that I think is kind of relevant is like the transformative power of not only tattooing but collecting tattoos the way that like you know once we go through some of these experiences it kind of like makes us stronger and kind of changes who we are you know have you had any uh, of those experiences with your collection i like to be honest like 
I'm not like one for like those overplayed tattoos that you see everyone getting, but like, I'll be real. One of them kind of hit hard lately. I see all the time and, and I, I fucking love it. It's like, I know you've seen it that let them, I mean, you might even have a few people come in there and get that tattoo or whatever. You know what I mean? It probably went viral on social media or whatever the case be it may, but I feel like I see that and I'm like, and it resonates, you know, because at the end of the day, like it, it I don't know. It, I'm not going to get, it. I don't know. I might get it. One of these days. I don't know. One of these days, like you might just be in that mood and like sometimes getting a tattoo is just like the biggest stress that you can ever have. And it kind of sucks that like a lot of times like artists can't get you in like same day, but like a couple of times in my life, I've gotten kind of lucky and been like, my artist, like, hey, I've canceled today. And I'm sitting here like, you know, like, I'm not having the best of days. Like, you know what? Like, that's how my throat tattoo transpired. I was, like, working on my chest. And I'm like, you know what? Like, my days was really shitty. And, like, I want to get my neck blast my throat. Let's mm-hmm. blast my throat. Yeah, I go, I'm just not, like, I just felt in, like, a whole nother state of mind of, like, not giving a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, where I was like, dude, I want my throat tattoo. But, I like, sometimes I'm being a pussy about it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, fuck, today sucked. Fucking stub my toe, what stub my coffee, all of my pants, my white pants, and you know, whatever the case be it, man. You know, or like it could be a lot worse. I'm not gonna like get personal, but it's like, you know, you already mentioned day, coffee and white pants. So. That's what I'm saying. I wear, I wear a lot of white, you know. So uh, <laughs> it, it's it's a thing. So it's, it's I, a thing. Yeah, like traffic, it could be. I, I'd live a quarter mile from the shop. I'd be my quarter mile away. I can someone just run my. You know what I mean? And it's like. It, it, it's like therapeutic almost to be able to get tattooed and uh and and, and things like that like the let them resonate a lot because again a lot of times you know especially when you deal with a lot of people and and things like that like or you know you had a i mean i've owned a shopper i don't know like 2009 so some years you know i don't even i don't even count anymore i don't like to count you know <laughs> but it's like you know it, it, it's it's hard like because Nine times out of ten, if you have someone leave your shop, or you fire them, or they they leave because they don't feel like they're making enough money, or whatever. Like that, they're not. They don't got like the greatest of things to say, you know. Even if they're in the wrong, like the whole time, like like I was stealing money from my boss. They're not gonna like. It's not gonna say that. Like, why are you not working there no more? Oh, stealing money. It's always like a oh, blah 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 blah. There's been so many like renditions that I've heard of like things over the years. So we're like at the like nowadays, I don't even. I don't even, I just flip that shit off my shoulder. I'm just like, and, and when I see that let them tattoo, I'm like, there was a time I couldn't, you know what I mean? There was a time I could not let that shit slide off my shoulders. So I'm like, right. I had to respond to everything, you know? And, and, and I almost said I'm perfect about it. Sometimes I, if something's deep enough, you know, like, you might get my response. But, you know, a lot of times, like, some things just aren't, you, you don't got to respond to everything. And, 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 you know, and so like that, that little simple tattoo has a meaning for me. I'm like, man, I might get that next basic tattoo that people talk about. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like who cares? It's for me. The tattoo's for me. It's not for right. anybody else at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, again, like I was mentioning my, my back piece, you know, that has a, a great meaning in my life just based on like on experiences that I've had. And I felt like, you know, like even like losing my dad and shit, you know, I, you know, you lose a family member that just changes your whole life perspective on, on everything. And like, going through that like i got like i started getting tattooed again like i hadn't even been getting tattooed for a while you know what i mean and then and that shit and i'm just like you know what i gotta get like my dad had a panther i gotta get a panther from my from my really like, i had a really good artist working for me at the time um his name's davy davion davy art on instagram he did a dope ass uh you know black panther on the on the, on the side of my uh 
right like right below my butt or whatnot like, I don't know, hit side hip or whatever mm-hmm. and uh and he and because of like everything going on in my life and, and losing him like he came in on his day off you know got me in super fucking quick and you know and it was just like you know and it honestly it helped me it helped me through that hard time you know what I mean like just like and it's weird it's really sometimes it's not even worse to explain it but like to see like the 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 power that we have like I mean just seeing people like I mean today I did some small, small tattoos just to see the joy in their face when like, they're like, Oh, this looks so much better than I've ever thought. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I do this shit. You know, to see like that person crying, give me a hug because I just like memorialize their grandmother or their mom that just passed away. Like, I'm like, that shit's powerful to me. You know what I mean? And, and sometimes like, as sometimes you need that too. You know what I mean? So it's like, I fully get it on both ends of the spectrum. I'm like, that's why Again, that's why I'm going to get my arm. Don't get me wrong, I would not get my armpit tattooed if I wasn't running out of space because I got like my butt cheeks and my armpits left. So I am running into some weird shit. And my butthole, I don't know. I don't know if I need to stop at the inside of the butt crack or if I I don't know know how to do that. It's it's your body. You're the expert on you, bud. I don't want, I don't know if I want anyone to know me that way. Like I was telling someone the other day, like I was like, you know what? It takes a couple of years to really be able to get to know me. And if you see my butthole, you know me. Well, like, you're in the crack. You you see the hole. Just so we're in like the same edge. Like if you just, see how my, my sphincter contracts when you when I squeeze my stomach muscles, you fucking know me, bro. Like, but, and I so don't, it's I, gonna happen. I don't want to put that on somebody. I don't know. You'll scared. get there. You'll get there. I might ask Nick to do it, but I don't, I, I figure I'm gonna know him for a few more years, you know, so we can build up that relationship a little better. I'm like, man, checking my butthole. <laughs> get it done. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> sometimes for me it, it comes back to like it's not necessarily like the tattoo itself has the meaning of mm-hmm. uh, this is this is my healing i got this image to directly collate to something that is happening it's more of like for me during this time frame of while i was getting this set of tattoos i'm reminded of the struggle or i'm reminded of the triumph or i'm reminded of even at rock bottom i still was able to sit down and have this time for me and be able to take care of myself to improve myself in the way that i wanted to and still had the the fortuitiveness and stick-to-itiveness to have this collection that is mine now so a lot of times it's not even about like this specific anchor represents the navy for, no in the time of my life while i was getting this piece of my arm i was going through x y and z and it, right. it gives me a uh a, a balance it gives me a uh no matter what was going on i always had something to do i always right. had the tattoo community to bounce back on you're always able to book an appointment you're always able to go to the cookout you were always able to go to the Christmas party and the paint night and the, and it gave you a sense of well-being and a sense of peace and home. Right. That wasn't anywhere else. I mean, that's exactly why like, we call it tattoo family. Like we're all kind of like comrades. Like once you've been as like heavily tattooed as we have, there's just certain things that are just unexplainable. Right. Yeah. And, and to see somebody else, like you run into another real heavy collector somewhere else there's not a break-in period. You're immediately in conversation. You're immediately like, oh, yeah, I know your mindset can at least get you through these same similar events. We have common enough ground that we can now, I'd jump into a car with 90% of other high-quality, heavily tattooed people. You know what I mean? Like, if you're at the airport and you see another homie, like, you want to split a cab? Like, I, like, I got you, bro. Come on what's up right. it's it's that instant ice that 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 doesn't get broke without that mm-hmm. 
dedication. I don't know the right word. <laughs> it's, that, it's, that, it's that gang sign thrown out the second you get a motorcycle. You, I don't know right. if you ride motorcycles, man, but the second you ride a motorcycle, you know, the people start throwing down. You're like, man, are you throwing out a gang sign at me, bro? And the next thing you know, everyone's doing it. It's like an upside down peace sign, which I think it might even be a gang sign. I don't know. But I'm literally but, wearing a Harley Davidson hat. <laughs> I, I was gonna pretend i didn't notice but okay i was I like i gotta kind of put that one up I, I didn't know if you just really liked the company uh, do you know that uh, the waves mean something no i did not i, I just do it back and everybody i'm a, someone I, I come from like a small town so like we mm -hmm. just wave at each other and shit so i'm like no totally right <laughs> and a lot of it is is hey what's up but the the where you wave and how you wave and what you wave all is different. So most of the time it's the low wave, two finger outs, like peace, everything's fine, everything's chill, road conditions are fine and clear. If your arm mm -hmm. is straight out, it means you're supposed to be aware. If you point with your boot and point with your arm when somebody's coming by, you're specifically showing a road hazard. If you wave your arm, it means there's a hazard directly over to one side. If you point to your helmet, that means there's a cop up ahead. <laughs> so oh, like the, that yeah. the waves actually mean something and they're, they're set as an unspoken code. So it's not just a what's up, bro. It's a mainly road hazards and popos, um, but it's, yeah. a, it's a, you know, hey, watch out. You're about to die. This road gets real twisty slow it slow it the fuck down like, i'd be thinking we were about to joust if someone rented their arm down like this for me right? so i'm just glad you mentioned that i'd be i'd be like all right we, we're doing this okay I go, you, you ever see somebody hold their hand out and flash their hand at you mm -hmm. means your turn signal's on oh shit so somebody rides by and goes hey bro you're driving with your fucking signal on bro i just how often does that happen i do something like that to people when they piss me off in traffic i don't even flip them off anymore i, I just go Something like that. It's it's similar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we'll out. Yeah, I Mario carded somebody in real life once. Oh my god, tell the story. Oh my I god, I already told the whole story. But so okay, Give the synopsis. First of all, I got to start <laughs> off by saying I do not litter. Okay, so right. the odds of me having something in my hand that would go out the window is incredibly rare. So I was on my way back from a massage appointment and I happened to have a banana that I planned to eat for breakfast and didn't eat for breakfast. Stuck in traffic and this guy was being a douche around me and kind of like making a scene for everybody. At the same time, I was finishing my banana and without any thought as he's pulling up next to me and kind of being obscene, I just, without any thought whatsoever, I was just like, bloop. And as I watched this banana peel leave my hand, it somersaulted inside his Center. sunroof and hit him in the face. And it just like <laughs> <laughs> she says it so politely. Can you imagine chucking a banana out the window and smacking the dude's face? That's what, 35, 40? But look, he goes from so angry to like just paused and trying to figure out what it is. And he pulls the banana peel down and he's looking at it and he's like, and once he realizes that he got hit in the face with a banana peel, <laughs> I look over and I'm like, oh. I'm just mad I wasn't there. She banana I, oh, someone yeah. in real life. Mario Kart, man. I'm upset. I'm just saying. I would never, under any other circumstances, everything lined up just right. It's <laughs> from the universe. I'm telling the you, the universe. I didn't even think happen. about it. It just happened. That was that was you know the divine light working through you. I, that's how I feel. 
<laughs> you just opened up and guided my hand. What are I'm the sorry. odds? There's no sorry. We own this, bro. We love it. There's no like smack dudes yeah. in the face. Like said, you got, you got him right in the eye. He threatened her life several times with his vehicle. And, well, with his vehicle, threatened he, Vandango's. You can't, you can't take Vandango out. You know how upset I would be. <laughs> he was being absurdly aggressive for no reason when we were in gridlocks traffic. Like, oh, Van yeah. oh, drives a full size yeah. passenger van. You're not going to push me around like, like a big vehicle. I can only move where I can move, and I couldn't move any further. It just was so banana peel, bitch. It's biodegradable, you know what I mean? That's what I want to say. Hey, not even like, literally. Hey, That's hey, what I'm saying. It's biodegradable. It's okay. It's the only part I don't want people to misunderstand is that I, I'm clearly not a, a litter bug. Like she has no qualms with it. Dude, yeah, face. I would. I like if I had a Red Bull can in my hand. It would not have gone out the window. It would have gone in the cup holder or behind the seat where my other pile of Red Bull cans are. I swear I'm saying it never would have gone out the window. The odds of me having a banana peel of all things. The universe knew he needed a hit in the face. And that I was just finishing it right at that time. This just proves my, my point more and more and more. More it people just, just need hit in the face. It's no, More people just need hit in the face. That is like the best life lesson of all time. Can you, I mean... I'm not going to assume, sir, but coming up as a, a male in society, I'm going to also assume that at some point in your life, you've been hit in the face. Yeah? Oh, yeah. And did, did you not learn a lot about yourself that day? Could we almost say that it built character? Oh, yeah. So yeah, now, most of the times. Now, now in, 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 in times that I have heard, you're not even allowed to raise your voice and have an argument with somebody without it being assault. In, in assault. Well, in reality, right? could I, would I get an assault charge for hitting somebody with a banana peel? Yeah. I didn't aim you it totally at him. You totally could have gone to jail for assault with a deadly fucking banana. But like, it wasn't frozen. I'm just saying more people need to hit in the mouth. They oh, would talk yeah. less shit. Like, they would realize that, hey, they weren't, you know, like, I'm just, it, it would solve a lot of problems. <laughs> It'll solve a lot, you know. Participation trophies would stop being handed out. That's all I'm gonna say. Participation. I'll get I let this go out. I'll get off my box. You can rewrite re it. I'm like sitting here trying to like, hey, can you pass it? <laughs> well, we're working on that technology. Hopefully, on one of the future updates. I'm just nice. You see Mr. that magic, Ben? I I'm just trying to glow up. You know, it's the only thing I can, and I don't even like these things, but it's like, the, I think the act of smoking, like, calms me down until I realize that I don't smoke nicotine, really. And like, I always smoke these and they taste good as shit. And I'm like, all right. Like, I tasted a couple of them and I'm like, you know what? Now I'm like, now, now I'm smoking fucking raspberry sour apple and shit. Like, what? Like, all right. Raspberry okay. sour so apple. If I get the little carts, they're generally THC based. Oh, and just I like you're... Now, just like you're saying, you forget you're smoking something because they taste like a rainbow fart. You know what's and you're bad? Like, oh my god, this tastes so good! And then you smoked a fucking half a gram of diamonds, and you're like, "It's one thing to vape intentionally in public, like when I'll step off to the side and." But it's another thing when I forget I'm even doing right. it. I'll be like walking through the aisle in Target, and I'll be right. like, "Oh, oh man, heart. I'm inside." Or people know you so from being outside vaping, right? So they think you vape, vape. Like you're, you're there, like blasting your nicotine rig or whatever they do, and then then they they don't see you doing it or all. The, 
Like, hey, man, you want to go? I don't. Uh, that's not. Uh, yeah. Let's go vape. Like, can I hit that, bro? You're just like, nope. Uh, <laughs> I got, man, I, I, I mean, I'll be like, yeah, I guess you can only catch it once. You know, here you go. But here. <laughs> you can only catch it once. You know, you ever seen that commercial where they're on the beach and there's like a horse, they're like riding, and then they're like herpes. <laughs> That's what happens if you hit my bike. That's all, you know. Like, oh, yeah, all they make it seem glorious to have the herpes, let me tell you. Who's oh, they? The, the, you haven't seen the commercials I'm talking about? I don't think so. It's I'm not watching like, the same merch. It's always like you. two commercial, two people on the beach, like having the best they look like the prime version society wants you to look like there's like i'm living my best life but i got fun herpes can be sores in my mouth (laughs) oh yep yep and other places you know you're just like ah shit (laughs) you have to throw the other places out and other places and i'm just happy (laughs) i'm just i'm just saying you know that's all so we digressed again yeah yeah um We've decided that we're going to try to not edit as much and we're going to stay focused more. <laughs> do, you ha- do you have any specific shows coming up that you want to talk about? I know we talked about some of the international ones. Yeah, so uh, I, 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 I was supposed to do Evergreen this year, um, but I, with everything going on, that I, I actually I slept on the invite and all that and, and missed. They sold Boost Route pretty quick, but I, I love that expo. It's like, uh, it's just like, I had to I had to mention it because it's just like one of those like tattoo family conventions. Like you go there, they have food ready for. I mean, it's just like they, they just treat you like family, and it's it's awesome. So I'm like super bummed out about that. But the thing is, you as you well know, there's there's conventions everywhere. So it's mm-hmm. like the second I'm like, oh, I can't make that one. Let me look at the at the list. You know, let's see what else. And Chicago is that same weekend. Um, and I like I love I love Bill and Ars. I mean, they're, they. They put on a great show. It's really well put together. Uh, every show I've ever done is all love, you know, and and it's just like professional, you know what I mean? And you know, you know what you're getting when you go to those conventions. And so I do a lot of villain arts. So I'll definitely be in, at the Chicago convention uh, with the Tattoo Save My Life booth. And, Sweet. And that booth, like there's a few guys uh, and gals that, you know, are from the shop here. Uh, they're involved with not just the the organization but you know just you know me in in general that like i I obviously like you know how it goes give them first precedence on a few of the spots that's why we ended up with eight artists in our our last group you know because like we'll have two or three artists coming here and then then we got four or five artists we want to put on from different places i mean um chicago i'm just really looking forward to that one you know it's, it's another big one like philadelphia so i'm fairly certain the true troops is going to chicago yep Yep, we'll definitely be at Chicago. Um, I was just going to ask. I got carried away sculpting another snail out of the thinking putty. Um, but we should get together and maybe get some footage. Maybe I could do oh, a yeah. few interviews. Talk, no, to, definitely talk be, to you yeah. some more and talk to some of your team some more. I think that would yeah. be rad. Uh, a lot of times when when Fawn travels, she'll collect stuff for the show. And then we'll do like recaps. So it's really nice to have like people that know the show and know what we're about. Yeah, I try when when possible, I try to get set up the Thursday the night before and then a little bit from each day throughout the show. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just kind of like the idea of being able to like 
share what tattoo conventions and expos are about to people that haven't been to them. I like sharing like, you know, competitions. Since we've been doing this, I don't enter as many competitions, but I'm always like walking around them with my camera right. and like, you know, the conventions where I, I'm fortunate enough to know the promoters, usually they let me get up on stage and kind of go anywhere I want and do whatever I want and get whatever footage. Um, but but we'll, we'll do like the night before one week and then the following week we'll basically have like convention coverage and that'll be like the focal point of the whole episode is just talking about what happened so our philly episode was pretty good i feel like getting better at not being so shaky and like overshooting stuff and um right you know and if it's a train wreck we've got live footage hey no so i'm finding out the hard way i'm finding all the footage from from Philly myself and we again this is kind of a, a new thing we, we launched the launch tattoo save my life in New Zealand in November as a soft launch just to kind of like just again I'm, I, I'm thinking so far beyond America with this like it's a worldwide thing you know and and I, again I want to just expand my reach and the people I meet and just you know and just you know set, set a spark you know but you know it our, we really started getting footage for like the first time in Philadelphia so we have our videographer out and he came out for like five days of footage. So we, I'm seeing things I don't even remember. I'm like, oh man, I was, that's the, after, that's the after party. I got, oh, that, oh, that's the, food. like, yeah. We need and, to have a clause that says the camera stops at 10. <laughs> <laughs> Work that oh, in next time, bud. <laughs> the best footage sometimes, I think all the best footage comes after 10 though. That's the hard part, right? Um, like, Is it, is it the best? What? Or right. is it just oh, the best? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's the best. You know yeah. it, it's this uh, is stuff you want to see, but it might not yeah, be the right. most marketable. We'll just hide little clips of it in there. We'll be like, oh, tattoos, oh, professional, professional. And then, like, me laying on the ground, be like, ah. And, then, yeah. and it's like, and, and then there's it's just like a little attention getter, you know? Like, and, and it's like, I, at first I was like, man, maybe you shouldn't put those in there, bro. I'm like, you know what? Like, I want you to put like a, there's a little bit of tidbit of the afterlife in there just to kind of show people like the the lifestyle. You know what I mean? It's like the, supposed to be fun. Fun. The, like, yeah, it's supposed the fun. to be it's fun. To be. That's why we're here. It's like, okay. We can, get, we can get tattooed at a shop any day. You know what I mean? And and when we do these conventions, it's supposed to be a memorable thing. So it's like right. I like to make each one memorable in its own way. Like obviously hell city uh that that's another one i gotta mention i'm i'm super excited about that again uh that that's like one of my favorite conventions ever so i, I was always going to that as a kid you know not a kid but like i looked at myself as a young tatter tot and when i was like you know it's going and before i even wanted to like tattoo conventions you know and i was always like yeah i'm gonna tattoo here one day you know i, I and mm-hmm. it's just dope to be able to like like just you know just to, to live to see those dreams unfold you know what i mean it's like again like going back to the inclusivity and like like when you're a young tattooer it's just like all you want to do is be able to be accepted as another tattooer as a professional you know and and then when you like are able to like go and tattoo besides some of the best artists in the world you know you're just like mm-hmm. like it's not even about trying to be the best artist it's not about the competitions i mean shit like like i used to go try to enter every fucking thing i could and then at some point after like after just achieving what i wanted to achieve now it's just not i mean don't get me wrong it's still fun to like to, to push myself to try to compete but it's like you know it's it's more being able to to like learn you know and, and, and it's always a learning experience but being able to be by people that are really just pushing the levels of tattooing it's like you're like hey 
I'm going to try to do that too. You know what I mean? And like, it, it almost lifts a weight off your shoulder when you don't, when you don't got to be done by nine fifty, So you can spray some Bactine on there and get the redness away. So you can go in there so it's not oozing or, you know, it's like so much right. stress involved with trying to be like, well, let me get this tattoo done in time. Or can I, hey, can you come back tomorrow and enter it in small black and gray? That'd be really dope, man. You know, like, I know a lot of times clients don't want to fuck with that. So it's like, I kind of started eliminating that stress out of my life. And I, mm-hmm. I put out like, you know, if, 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 if it comes, it comes. Like, if you got, if your client's willing to fucking hit us with shit, dope, let's do it. Fucking put it up beside some of the best artists. I actually, I'm more humbled by losing than I win winning. You know, you win something, it's tight. It's, it's a good feeling. You put it on your wall, you forget about it. Like, shit. Like, I know that I got these things fucking hanging up all around. You know, they're all around the whole show. Right. Up. I don't even remember the, I don't remember half the fucking things. Like, a few of them are really important, and I remember those. But, like, for the most part, it's the memories, you know, that were involved with that convention and things like that so right I, I, lately it's just been like a you know let just let it like i i, I mean like what you guys do you say you go there and you get to like talk to people and shit like like philadelphia was like one of the first conventions in the past few years like i, I tattooed a lot don't get me wrong i still did like i mean i tattooed a lot like but i still also took like two hours on saturday on a saturday my last two hours and just like went around like talking kind of and kind of interviewing people myself like now obviously i'm not like I don't even know how I didn't even know how to do it. You know what I mean? You know how it goes. It's like, how do you go and organically talk to someone? And like, you don't want to, and, and again, my goal is not to be like, hey, you know, how does tattoos save your life? Well, maybe that's how I should do it. Because I don't, but I don't fucking know. Because I'm like, you know, that's not necessarily what I want to see the same thing over and over. I want to see like the right. organic conversation. Like, you know, like we'll, we'll hit that that part, but like, you know, who It'll are come. you? What What's this about? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, like then, then you get, like, I mean, kind of how we're doing here. It's like, a lot, of, a lot of times you can give your mission statement in your introduction and it'll scope your conversation. So if you're looking for the same um, repetition without the repetition, look for how you introduce yourself to be your business card, right? So you can, I'm in sales. Sorry. It's, it, it just pours out of me. So like, oh, no, if you yeah. introduce yourself as, hi, my name is from, you're, right. I'm here to talk about today. Boop, 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 boop. You don't have to start the conversation. They, stop talking mm-hmm. and the other person will start yeah that's a really good, you, good idea if you, if you bring good the advice. point of what you're there to talk about up and stop talking most people will drive right into exactly what you're talking about right exactly so, hi i'm here to talk about this today Bloop. it's same it's the same tactic that like news reporters use but right in an environment where you already know a lot of people and generally most people will um at least understand that you're there to interview you're not there just to you're not you know what i mean in the context of the situation it makes fucking sense so like just just lean on the natural ability of somebody else to pick up on what you're there to do don't you don't have to math everything out for everybody hi i'm here from this and today we're talking about how tattoos and saved my life right i mean that sounded fucking good (laughs) like right, right there it's like and uh, again that's why it's it's all a learning process i'm sure with like the first few podcasts it was like you know how train do we wrecks. get this train wrecks train wrecks <laughs> we don't well, even have our first episodes uh, they're on the youtube channel on our, no, the tattoo collecting th- we YouTube? lost like a chunk of them didn't we mm-hmm. i don't like think so i think they're seven? still up no uh, there was some that never even made it like out to the world there could they, be they some. were all they were they were lost in 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 data transfers it's okay so i know, I know what i'm doing when i get done today i'm gonna go watch them 
So in Hell City this year, I'm going to have a space set up like in the corner of the stage behind. Um, And one of the things that I think is going to happen in that area, it's going to be like, you know, where all of our cameras and equipment are. Um, But I am going to set up like a little photo shoot area where we can do um, like tattoo tours where people can show off their collection and explain. Maybe that's something where like if you were down, you could hang out with us and maybe ask some of the people that are doing the tours with us. We could share footage and you could ask them the questions of like how how tattooing has saved them as you're showing us your collection yeah how tell has us tattooing tell us about your transformation saved your life right you'll almost know the second you see some tattoos because like some of them just resonate and you know like that has a significant meaning and it's almost like opens up that door to conversation you know it's like man i really like you know what's this mean you know what i mean like what's this what's this tattoo mean what why did you get this and then and like you don't even, you don't even gotta be like you know, how, how have tattoos saved your life? Cause I mean, sometimes I feel like what I'm worried about sometimes is like, is putting people on the spot. If they're not ready to talk about, you know, certain things that are like, you know, PTSD triggers and things like that. I want to be able to be conscientious of everyone's, uh, you know, like, I feel like if we're, so I I get kind of a little uncomfortable just grabbing random people out of the crowd, but I feel like when I'm have the privilege to be up, like, in the like when the competitions are going on if i can talk to people up there and be like hey this is rad i'd love to hear the story if you want to come meet me over here so far that's been like the most comfortable and easy way for me to talk to people but at the same time i've also been up on stage totally nude and showing my collection off and know how awkward it is but i also know that the people that do that want to share the stories about their tattoos or they wouldn't be showing them off like that you know what i mean so I think maybe I totally we, should, we should plan on maybe, maybe not necessarily all weekend. Cause I know that you're going to probably be busy tattooing, but um, maybe we should, we could schedule some specific time and have pe- like collectors lined up to talk to. I, I might not actually be tied to a camera this year. So you might be tied to a camera this year. <laughs> so I might be tied to a different camera. We'll see. I we'll think see. by then I'm going to have a nice rig that we can put any of the three cameras in and have it mic'd up and have probably a mic on the camera or lapels coming off. So we'll be. We'll have our videographer out as well to get some even more footage too. Cause like, he'll be right. He'll be right there beside it. And, and how we work, we'd be able to share all the footage we get with you guys too. Um, I mean, he, like I said, he is down with it. He's actually probably coming to about 15 conventions this year and we pretty much had him hired on with a contract for the whole year um, doing all our footage. And like I said, I mean, Saturday, I, I do, I, I have my Saturday evening. I'm planning on just hanging out in, at hell, hell city at Friday and Sunday. I know are kind of like mm-hmm. are my hectic days, but Saturday, which is normally like a busy walk-in day. Like I'm not trying to do walk-ins. I'll probably just have an appointment booked for the morning. And then like, hopefully be done like five or 6 PM and just be able to like, hang out, talk to people, come check you guys out. You know, that'd be a perfect time if you guys are doing it then. Um, and, you know, just be able to network again. That's like kind of mm-hmm. what this is all about. One of the things I love about um, like when I'm traveling with true tubes rather than traveling to tattoo is I can just like take the whole show in. I can actually like mm-hmm. see who's there. I can pay attention to the pieces that are being done by the other artists. I can like, 
look at everybody lined up for tattoo of the day and really see like the caliber of work that's going on where like if I'm working at a show and I'm just worried about like I traveled in my client traveled in I want to give them the most for their money I want to make this a worthwhile appointment yada yada like I feel like I end up missing out on a lot of what the show has to offer so like I, I feel like working with the supply company I can you know I kind of like Jess's back up after Brian. <laughs> so it's just I like, if we get busy, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like, like we work really good for setup right. and tear down together. And that's the part that really needs a lot of teamwork. Um, but it, it allows me to be there and help at the booth, but I can also like walk around and get footage. And even if I wasn't getting footage for the show, I can still just take the show in and right. I can walk around with Derb and network and I can, you know, I can, meet people and not that it's every time i say i'm going to go to a show and not work i end up working i mean there's always work exactly <laughs> that's but my like, point like every time i'm like no i'm just here to hang out yeah but i, I get a lot of free with time the double too. booth you know like <laughs> ben watch the booth yeah okay but no you know what i mean like um since since most of the shows that i attend are because so-and-so is throwing it and we're buddies and I want to go check out the show. You always end up uh, at some random post <laughs> doing some job at some point. Oh, that's fair. Not that's that I hate fair. it. It's kind of paying my dues. I'm not mad at it, but like, yeah. I feel like I, like I volunteer for a lot though. Middle. What's that? I feel like I like to meet in the middle. Like, I think it'd be liberating to be able to go and just absorb it all. Like I, I want to so bad sometimes. And then other times, like I, I know how I am with like the concerts. For example, primary, I used to play music a lot. And like it was every weekend, I'd be out in a band playing, doing our thing, whatever, trying to live a life, be a rock star, you know. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, you go to a concert and like, you just sit there like all sad and shit. Like I used to do this. I want to do that. I want to be on that stage right now playing this music, you know. And that's what I feel like with tattooing. I feel like if I was at this convention and I, and to be honest, it, 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 it it's kind of funny because I went to go to a convention one time, like, and, and not tattoo. I was supposed to tattoo Golden State, like, 2018, 2019. I think it's 2018 or something. And, like, I I thought I had, I forgot to put the fucking deposit down on the booth. And they're like, man, sorry, we, we sold out on the booth. So I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I, I, I'm doing 15 conventions a year at the time. I was like, I just, like, I thought I had all my deposits in. Like, is there, I had a client booked out there. I had my flight booked. Is there any way? And they're like, no, nah, man, like, we can't do it. I'm like, shit. So I'm like, well, I'm already get my flight. So I'm going to go out there and just absorb again. And I start walking around. I'm seeing everyone do these tattoos. And it's like the first day. And I'm like, fuck, man, I already got my, I had my California license too. So and I went to the FK Irons booth at the time. And, you know, I hadn't, I wanted to buy a new machine. And I'm like, we start talking. I'm like, hey, <clears throat> you know, I was supposed to tattoo this convention, but, you know, I got a client and everything. I was like, but, you know, it ain't working out. So I'm just going to buy a fucking tattoo machine, hang out and go to the beach. And they're like, dude our, like, i obviously i already show my work and all that fun stuff like, hey man like we got a spot right here if you want to tattoo in our booth i'm like right like you know be, david vegas sitting over here i'm sitting here beside like all these artists like in, in the main spot in golden state too and i'm like in that fk irons booth looking all badass and i'm like oh shit it was actually intimidating for me at the time i'm like yeah i'll be here i'll be here tomorrow first thing it was already like 6 p.m i was like you're down i'll bring my appointment in saturday and we'll get set up he's like all right, cool. Just in my interviews and shit. You know, I'm sitting here feeling like a rock star again. I'm like, damn, you know, this is exactly right. why, like, 
I like, I don't know, like, I feel like I network better with tattooing, you know what I mean? Like, but again, like I said, branching into this whole new thing, like, I'm starting to see, like, the, I mean, like, the amount of people that walked up to our booth in Philadelphia for the tattoos saved my life, and just were like, dude, like, I'm not, I, I'm not even getting tattooed right now, I'm getting tattooed over there, but like, I just wanted to, like, let you know, like, I saw this, and I want to see what this is about, like, is this, yeah. this shit really hits home, and, like, the artists that we talked to, I was like, I recorded this shit, bro. Like, this is organic as fuck, you know what I mean? But, like, we got a lot. Of, no, we got a lot of footage. Like, we couldn't even share it all. You know, we're about to drop our YouTube channel in the next week, and we have so much footage to post. It's like, like, interview, like, you know, 40 minute interviews with just on some bullshit, you know, just fun times, you know. And at, at the end of the day, I'm sitting here, like, like, it, it really opened my eyes to, like, this we, we can really make a difference, you know, and shit. So, I, it will be, so hopefully, I'll be taking a little bit more time off. But, like I said, I know. I know my ass will be tattooing at least like half days and then maybe like taking a couple hours at the end. I gotta like, I gotta balance it out. Cause, <laughs> shit. I can't just be around tattoo machines buzzing and, and me not pick one up. So I always end up filling my getting tattooed schedule after health city. Cause you just, you're, you, you it's one of those so like, bad. Oh my God. I saw so many cool ideas. Now I want to do this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. General I've been tattooed at Hell City enough that it doesn't make me. No, I don't want to get tattooed at way. the show. It's always after the show. Yeah, maybe I just have PTSD about my Being last session there. there. Um, I got tattooed at Hell City early, early, early Hell City days. Early, early, early. Yeah, like my rich cook upstairs in the balconies. What's up? What's up, balcony? Old school, probably ten years. It ago? used to be like the simple of tattoo machines up there because it bounce off the glass yeah it was a good time Great. good times and now you have um, a whole room of tattooing and it's like it's silence <laughs> silence you're the one you got that old school fucker that that old school fucker just like just bro bro like turn the fucking speaker up man, I, it, oh man i don't even know i'm not gonna buy like we don't have anyone using rotaries in the in the shop right now. I got just eight artists here, and and no one's like using the co like coil. I think no one's using coils or whatnot. And I, but again, I like coils, especially for like old school line work. Save some time for sure. But like, man, I'm trying to drive, not walk. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I use that Cheyenne Soul Nova and just do everything with it. Like it's just smooth. We lost we feed. What happened? Kyle, what did you do? Kyle broke us. <laughs> I can still hear you. There we go. Now we're back. It's a camera issue, died. not a feed issue. Yeah, we're it's still okay. here. It's okay. Must not have been getting enough juice. I'm, I'm actually, what am I doing here? I'm trying. I'm going to take my camera off and walk around the shop so I can get a little blood flowing through my... my yeah, my give body. us a tour. Yeah, show give, us your give shop. You guys a little, a little tour. That would be wonderful. All right, so like, <clears throat> this is my booth. Right, I feel like we're on MTV Cribs, and uh, <laughs> we got Andrew over here just finished up a tattoo. Good job, uh, Andrew. At Andrew Gummer Art Instagram, you know, gotta throw the, gotta throw the homie some love on there. But uh, <laughs> you know, um, but so this is the aftermath of Philadelphia. So yeah, I am. I, I try to stay. Well. I try to stay as organized as possible, but this is all the shirts that we have left over. So nice. again, we got to go through and, and resize them all. Um, 
Sorry, I got a people blowing me up. The second I like, I pick up my phone. I haven't had a phone. Well, I had one phone call. I had to, I had to deny, you know. So I'll get back to them later. But uh, oh, we got Chris in here doing the piercings. Mm-hmm. Nice. He knows everything what? about everything. He's a piercer, so they, they know everyone's going to. He, he does know a lot of shit, though. He's my homie. Um, and uh, I, I've been, I'll tell you, like, this is an anato- anatomical structure of a belly button. This guy will enable whatever. I don't want like, to be disrespectful and say the wrong. <laughs> down. Um, that's, this is where I was originally going to set up the podcast, but we just had so many people walking in. That's right. I that's out front because it was Christmas was it was yeah and i really like the nutcrackers i don't know why i just think they're fucking dope so, give them a summer costume and no one will ever say anything put a hawaiian shirt on it yeah it'll be good we're gonna put easter bunny we're gonna put a fucking easter bunny costume on both of them and just rock it out each fucking holiday get them like cheap ass plastic masks <laughs> so it's like uh, yeah, extra creepy go. for halloween <laughs> like like bunny faces like oh yeah oh, yeah 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 uh, that I'm really not above it, to be honest. <laughs> so, like, I could, like, you did a, a Pikachu tattoo. I figured, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Nice, we're okay. <laughs> I literally like. I have a wild boar up here, and it's like, so oh. it looks a lot cooler like this. But uh, and it, and it's impaling a, a mannequin with a tattooing save my life shirt. So amazing. Like we uh we take pride in our uh, taxidermy here so i i, I used to I'm, i used to be like fucking jumanji at our old location i had like you walk <laughs> this motherfucker and it was just everything uh but you know we we tattoo vegetarian sometimes uh and i'm you know and i'm just gonna end on that note we tattoo yep. vegetarians and vegans sometimes and i'm with it and a couple people gave us this weird look i'm like you know what here's the deal guys i'm like I'm going to meet you in the middle for bringing the fucking wild boar and we're going to bring the cheetah. It's not a cheetah, but it's a bobcat, but it's kind of like, it looks like a cheetah. And, uh, and all the rest of them, they can go home. So we got, we got, a. that's for like taking selfies when you're like trying to glow up in the bathroom, you know? Mm-hmm. I like it. Oh, sure. You know, you, you know, you're taking that, that, that selfie right when you get your first tattoo or whatever. And you're just like, fresh bobcat. You know, you had your arm rolled up let's see here's my first tattoo star i remember like you know i had to walk around with my nautical star hanging out that my buddy had and i'm like (laughs) like, oh it's dope man we get that i got i was fucking naive somehow uh, i made it through the 2000s collecting without a nautical star can i put one on you somewhere now or or a stopwatch uh, uh pocket watch can i put a pocket watch no, on you with an no, article stuff no, just no, to be ironic no, you can't you cannot I, I did it i made it out all right I, I had a koi fish and it was cool and actually it was horrible koi fish and i had to get it covered up but it was covering up some other shit and uh now i'm on my third cover <laughs> and uh, i didn't get any sugar skulls either i think i avoided the three main like i did good no sugar skulls either no i did wow. good so where are we now show show me the things that's the fucking triple cover up right there i don't even can kind of see it it looks great yeah i got guns on my guns too so like when i flex you know yeah, like nice i got guns on my Clever. belly I even, 
I don't even, I'm going to message, I'm going to send, can I call you later? It's cool that you have that little, like, that messaging feature when someone, like, calls you for the sixth time. Right. And you're just like, the I only forwarded it five times. So this next time I'll be really nice. I'm going to send you, like, can I call you later? Or, like, I wish I had, like, pooping. Because, like, I was sending it to everybody. <laughs> so you, they, do, you have an, do you have an Apple? Do you have, do you have an iPhone? Um, I do have an iPhone. So you can set your predetermined texts. What? You can literally make one that says, I'm pooping. And hit send as your quick response, I believe, is the setting. And on that yeah. note, I am going to take a break. And my daughter calls me and tells me goodnight every night. So I'm going to step out for That's a sec awesome. and say goodnight. And I'll be right back. He can't forward this call. I forward that He'll, call. Never. That, yeah, that call, never forward that call. I've met your daughter. <laughs> Big trouble. Yeah, I got a five-year-old. Oh, oh, she just turned six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, guys are getting old. They they grow fast. Yeah, it's super like, fast. Once they get past like infant, it's like overnight. Yeah, I have I have four kids, so for me, like that, it I keep busy. That's just to say the least. I, I would say I'm like it, my social life, like is only at conventions. I feel like if I'm like at home. Like I might get like one night off to, to go to karaoke night, you know, I don't even do karaoke, but like, I'm like, well, what else is there to do over in Indiana? You know what I mean? Like, isn't it funny the way that there's like the misconception that, uh, we lead these crazy lives where we're out all the time and we're social butterflies and like you've, it sounds like between your kids and your dogs, you've got your hands full. Oh I have, yeah. I don't, I don't even have kids, but like I have pets and I can't wait to get home to them. They're like, right. I don't know. Once I work all day, I'm almost kind of peopled out and I want to just like kind of tune right. out from everything, but like my little bubble and I don't know. No, I, I totally get that. And I, I feel like with the, the puppies, it's like that. Cause I obviously I can't have them at the shop. Uh, I know a lot of people are against kids in the shop and all that. Well, frankly, I don't give a shit because <laughs> for me, like that's not me. I'm like I love kids. I fucking got a lot of them. You're not gonna bother me if you bring your kid to the shop. Don't have them sucking on your tit while you're getting a tattoo. With that, I, I support that. You know, I you know breast milk's great, but like if you're like you're getting your arm tattooed, you know what I mean? Like you can take a break. And people don't do that. Like really, if someone's gonna like, breastfeed while they're getting a tattoo, like have you actually seem- encountered this? No, that's what I'm saying. Okay. People make it seem like it's like the craziest thing to have a kid in the tattoo shop. It's like, like if your kids are crazy and they're going to get into shit, yeah, don't bring them in. But like out of the thousands of interactions I've had with kids, there's only been like maybe one or two times where I've been like, hey, can you like have them, like have your kids sit over there? Because like, I don't want him in my area because I got like, you know, I have a shark's container right there. And, mm-hmm. and like, they, they, I don't want him to be in it. It's only like having maybe once or twice, I'm like a thousand, you know what I mean? So it's like, for me, I have a whole room in the back where I, if I got to bring my kids here, like we live the tattoo life. They can hang out on the iPad right here while dad's finish up a back piece. You know, like, yeah. I don't have the option all the time to sit there and pay for a babysitter. And I don't know how long this tattoo is going to take. I don't want to call my babysitter and be like, hey, I thought I was going to be there at seven. But, you know, she changed up the design three times. You know, it's going to be like a, a 1030. You know, <laughs> they don't like that. Yeah, that's that hard. Now. That's hard to explain. Like, just kind of the way it goes. I actually keep uh like blocks and tessellation tiles in my cabinet in my workstation and uh like a few other like 
I don't know, games to keep kids busy. I've got like these Nintendo controllers that plug into like the back of the TV, like a fire stick. And they've got like hundreds of classic Nintendo games on them. Like, right. I don't know if you, I, I almost kind of like, like the creative energy when little kids are around like it really doesn't bother me to have minor distractions from kids at all like i i don't even mind when it's like a little kid that asks a thousand questions it's just like hey do you know about germs yeah okay well all of this stuff has germs don't touch it what do you want to say i swear like i had my i had my eight-year-old he's 13 now by the way but i had my eight-year-old take a bloodborne pathogens test he's licensed to tattoo in indiana like what <laughs> like 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 he he took the he read the thing he took the quiz he passed the test later what we say i don't know i'm sorry i you never know <laughs> and i i uh so he took this test and passed it like first try i'm like what are you shitting me with like an 80 percent or something like that so like nice. I did that kind of as a point, you know, to almost to prove a point. Like, hey, I'm not even gonna have him tattoo me. Like, I know it's kind of like a popular thing to have your kid tattoo you. And like, don't get me wrong, like one day I probably will, you know. But I'm gonna wait till they can draw a little bit fucking better. All right, first off, uh, no, I was kidding. I was like, like, like his first, kid. like a, a serious, real tattoo rather than like a little stick figure, just because. Yeah, I already got their fucking portraits on me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what else do you want? You know, no, I was kidding. <laughs> It uh, seems I, like it seems like you're pretty mindful of your real estate. You've only got yeah, just a little bit space. left. Yeah, I'm running out of space, and my left leg's dedicated to uh, having Nick work up the rest of the porches. And you know, Nick Baxter's doing porches on my legs. I've never even seen him do a portrait tattoo wise until I until he did mine. And and I guess now I got to pull this damn thing off it off of my mm-hmm. stand again because I got to show some of the paintings I bought from him. Because let me tell you, I I'm not just like a a tattoo collector. I'm, oh wait, that's the camera. I'm also like a uh, an art collector, and nice. good. Like, so, if a lot of people probably already saw these, if they do follow him on Instagram, but like, this is the newest one I just got, and uh, I fucking love it. Let me see if is it is it even showing. Yeah, it is. It looks good. And uh, second one I got, and I'm on. Hop over here to the third one. Throw all my clutter. Your clutter stuff. of co- convention awards. <laughs> like, oh my God. And Rough life. It's, yeah. It, that's, I mean, and, and again, that's kind of like why I felt like uh, there was a point in my life where I felt I had something to prove. And it was always, and it was always like, you just come across like, I'll take the here one negative tattoo or just like really like to let someone like that bring you down. You know what I mean? And I just, over the years you just get uh, i mean i watched a, a video couldn't explain it better it's like you know if you don't know how to give no fucks you know give less fucks you know like it's it's pretty easy you know like uh, one day you reach in your bag of fucks and you give one less and the next day you two and then and then next thing you know it's been a couple months and you look in your bag and you ain't got no fucks left to give and uh it resonated really fucking good with me and, and i'm like hey that's, that's that's awesome so like now it's like you know, people have like their own skewed perception of what you need to, to do in, in life to be a good tattooer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And really all you got to do is go out and fucking like put your all into every tattoo and give a, the client something they can be proud to wear, wear around mm-hmm. and push yourself too. Cause like, like the, the complacency 
and I see it with a lot of people, it, it, it has to do with mental health a lot. You know, it has to do with being burnt out on this same thing, like, oh, being treated like less than a person, mm -hmm. you know, and some of the greatest inspiration and, and creativity comes out when you can, you know, you know, bridge, get over that hump, you know, or, I mean, I hate to say it, or I mean, sometimes when you're right at the bottom of that hump, you know what I mean? And you're just like, and I, I've seen some shit come out, like, I mean, you go look at artists from the beginning of time, you know, like Van Gogh, always, you know, like, you know, and, and they're going through this dark shit and, and they come up with the most brilliant mm -hmm. artwork. So it's like, you know, it's a it's definitely a touchy subject, but I feel like it, uh, it plays a role in the artwork that we put out there and being able to like, <clears throat> you know, have, see that light at the end of the tunnel, even being a tattooer saying like, you know, be able to see what our goals are as a tattooer. And once we can find that out and figure out our, our spot, then I, I feel like it, it becomes more of like less of a job, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. you know, you guys know the saying, you know, you, if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. Uh, yeah. I love what I fucking do, but I work my ass off. Yeah. So I'm trying to. <laughs> I've definitely had periods in my career where I was just so burnt out and what I was burnt out on was just, I, I had spread myself too thin. You know, it wasn't any one yeah. person's fault. It wasn't any one thing's fault. It was just, I had spread myself too thin and I had overcommitted myself. And sometimes when that happens, it's just like, if my phone goes off, I don't even want to look at it. Like, I don't even like, I'm just out of energy. I'm out of, I'm out of all of it. Same reason you don't and, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. It's really, it's really nice to be at a point in my career where I can take on projects that like really fulfill and like kind of like scratch creative itches for me. Um, it's, 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 it's just nice to be to that point. Like my mental health is so much better once mm -hmm. I started like narrowing things down to just like specific kinds of projects. Um, and then instead of feeling obligated to do everything that came across my email, I help them find, or my manager helps them find the appropriate right. artist. Like, instead of like feeling like I'm the only artist that can fulfill what they want, it's like, yeah, yes, I could do that. But there's also these three other artists that would probably even do better than me. Like we should check their work out. You know, right. once I, once I realized I could start like basically saying no, my mental health, like, I just felt like I was much less stressed out. Not that like I was, you know, no, you know, no, no huge mental health things through, throughout tattooing. Like we have stresses and things like that, but, but just eliminating that stress for me every day. Um, I just feel like I'm in a better mood all the time. And I, when I'm in a better mood and when I am happy, I do better work. You know what I mean? So it's like by, by not taking everything on, by honing on the work that I'm passionate about, I then am in a better mood. I like my projects better and I'm pulling off tricks that I was never able to pull off before because I'm focused and happy and like in the zone rather than being burn frustrated out. and burn out. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> Hence why I haven't had a job less more than two years in the past decade. <laughs> Well, jobs. That, that mail sucks. But <laughs> that defines the yeah. job. We'll get you doing snail tattoos, Ben. Snails are rule the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I heard they have a few YouTube classes. So, you know, um, 
I knew a few people that would probably be willing to show me a thing or two. We we actually there was this uh video a few weeks ago that we actually like played the whole video and then we uh, we offered our own commentary over it and I'd only seen the first few minutes and I was like this is gonna be gold, but it was a guy giving step by step instructions on how to tattoo yourself, but like just before it was amazing like we would say like oh the reason you shouldn't do that is this and then he would pretty much say the exact same thing in the next breath but in his own words like you want to put it somewhere where it'll be easy to cover and hide because it probably won't be good it's like oh that's another reason not to tattoo yourself <laughs> don't do it don't uh, tattoo shit. yourself but i mean uh, don't tattoo yourself to learn i think if you're an established artist and you want to give yourself a, a trinket in a place you can reach, go for it. And I use the word established artist like I mean it. If you're like, hey, I've done like three of these. Let's black out my leg. That's probably not the best idea. So one time when I was managing Studio 13 off a of high street. Ooh, name drop. My uh, piercer, Nathan, he relied on public transportation. So he gets off the bus, he rolls in and he's like, on. you're never gonna believe this i was like yeah, you rode the bus anything could happen <laughs> he's like, well i'm standing there waiting for the bus to come i'm standing at the bus stop i'm minding my own business i'm smoking the cigarette and he has like tattoos clearly on his hands and this guy comes up to me he's like hey three dollar hand tats nathan was like three not even five and the guy's like three dollars all day Three dollars. Three dollar hand tats. Hand tats. Three dollar hand tats. Can I see an example of your work? Please? This would have been like 2009 or 2010. Please, sir. Three three dollar hand tats. On, the price for a tattoo, a hand tattoo has never been three dollars. <laughs> I know. You did not need to preface with 2009. <laughs> At no point in the history of tattooing has someone been like, you know what? Three bucks should cover the hand. Like 1940, said, it was at least five, five bucks. Yeah, like, three, three dollars. Have you ever been to jail? Hepatitis right now for under five bucks. Hey, I mean, have you been to jail before? No. Yeah. Well, Honor ramen noodles, ramen noodles are pretty cheap and they're a hot commodity. So, I mean, you might get a hand tattoo for three dollars worth of ramen. Just throwing it out in the, in the universe. That's like, I'm not saying that's a different, but like in, in trade. <laughs> At the almighty ramen dollar, you know, that's yeah. not a three dollar pack of ramen, that's like a thirty-seven dollar pack of ramen. Right. So you're right. still getting a seventy dollar in trade fucking hand tattoo that I can live with. Uh, yeah, right. That's the homie hookup, you know, yeah, like random bros for 10 years, bless that seventy dollar hand. Stop though. Like, where was he gonna do it? Where were they gonna go? Was he gonna do can it we, on the bus? Did can we get a battery it, pack? Can we get it we done have. before the next stop? <laughs> I get off on stop fifteen. What can we do? <laughs> yeah, good times. Hmm. Yeah, I want. I I wanted. To, I now we have like the battery packs and all of that. Like I've you know I want to do something weird like tattooing some weird fucking place for sure. I don't know about a a bus. A subway train might be kind of cool. Like in a different Ooh. country. What if, had, what if what if there was a, an event that was like there was a tattoo like a rolling tattoo convention on a train? That'd be dope. They do like a ship thing. Like yeah. You know, Who do we yeah, talk to about this? I know some people. We I'm, can I'm talk gonna, to I'm about gonna this. guess Amtrak, Amway, Amtrak's. Well, it would definitely Amtrak's. have to be That's like. I don't know. It would, it'd have to be at least a few days, two or three days, 
have to be at least two. I haven't taken a train trip anywhere. Have you? Nope. I hear it's they're really the nice. I hear they've got like public you, you cars. And, car. Yeah, you get your own private comfy little car. And I smoke in my car. Do they have, I, you know, I think some of the cars have like little things that you can step off of. <gasps> what? Can I fly a kite off the train? I would love to fly a kite off the train with you. I think I've we would end up in train jail. I think we would end up in train jail if we took a train ride together. On <laughs> they were like, "You're in the caboose. Come with me. Come, come, come." You guys have both failed riding right in the train today, and um, <laughs> your baggage will be waiting for you at the next stop. I don't think there's a train jail. I bet bullshit. I don't know. You know, trains have always had a jail. I bet. I don't know. If you've it's like a cruise a ship car. You know, every cruise ship has a brig. If you've got a private car and the window's open. <laughs> I hear the words you're saying. Fine. I don't know. I'm so anyways, out. I got to talk to some people. We got to do, do this. Can we take one for fun and then one for business? Can we not ruin our train ride with like work the first what time if we just do like a tattoo family reunion where it's like just come hang out other tattooed people if you want a tattoo cool if you don't don't because it wouldn't can, be something can, that would have like public walking can through we it. just It'd take, have to be like, you and your client and that's it can we just like take a train ride before we decide to like work on a train please yeah where you want to go i don't give a fuck but like can we just like is there one that goes from chicago to new orleans mm, think think uh west I know they I go. I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes. I don't want to go south. Fuck, you want to go south for? I don't know. I've always what is south? To go to New Orleans. I don't mind the heat. Lizard breath. Mm, no, no, no. Mosquitoes. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about mosquitoes today, and like, if there was a zombie apocalypse, how they would be like the absolute worst thing of all times. Everybody forgets about the mosquito factor. If there was a bloodborne virus like that that was making everybody go crazy and eating, like, controlling everybody's brains to make them want to eat more brains it would be the mosquito factor that made it spread like wildfire wild it wouldn't fire. be the person to person it'd be like person to person but mosquito person to mosquito would be like 25 other people boom mosquito factor so no i don't think i'd want to get south all right but can we go west yeah see like a mountain or something yeah like drink coffee at the top of it mm -hmm. that's code for smoke weed and then drive. Oh, like, I thought you really wanted to like smoke weed and drink coffee and have donuts like at the top of Pikes Peak. Have you done that? No. Should. I'm not as traveled as fun. Mm. Um, it's a fun mountain to drive up and back down. I was I was driving mountains with you, bro. I've done some Smoky Mountains. I've done some Appalachian Mountains. But no, no. these are like hair. I don't west. Backs. And that's kind of why I don't want to go south because the majority of my travel experiences have been. Up and down the East Coast. That's fair. Well, we've been rolling for a while. Rambler. We have been kind of rambling. We've been off. We've been on track a lot. We've been off track a little bit. We're going to be on an Amtrak soon. We right. should look into this <laughs> tattoo event. You want to ride train. a train with us, bro? The, you've heard of a choo choo train? No, I'll be tattooing. You've heard of the tattoo train? Welcome to the tattoo choo choo train. train. <laughs> I can wear my maple stripe. You've got the right hand. I've got like floppy like engineer hat. Like fuck this thing. Well, I, I hear me out. The the tattoo train. I think so. 
It's got to be the tattoo chew. Tattoo chew train. It's got to have the choo It's got to have the, the ooh, ooh. yeah. Tattoo chew train. We could do that. Tattoo chew. Tattoo chew. That way you get the. Yeah, mess of both worlds on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the most overpronounced and mispronounced convention of all time. <laughs> I say Top we just board. throw a party, see what happens. Uh, that's kind of what Hell City Phoenix is. Well, have you been out there? Uh, unfortunately, no. I every time like. Well, it, you it, may it, have it missed up. it. I did. Okay. I know. it'll be in what probably Las Vegas. That's where I'm guessing, but no. uh, that's just. No, ah, well, you know, I guess I, I, I was throwing my guess out into the into the air, but I. Well, there's I, just so much that happens in Vegas. To throw a convention in Vegas is is, uh, uh, and I'm just speaking from my personal side. I don't want to speak for the company by any means, shape, or forms. But in my mind, in my personal opinion, you're lost in the sauce in Vegas, man. You're losing attendees to every other attraction and every other dollar grabbing thing that's there, which is what Vegas is designed to do. It's fair. You're not going to have your stay home crowd. You're going to have the walkthrough crowd, and they are lookers and not shoppers. So it's going to be a busy show with no buyers. No one wins except the house, and that's not what artists want. So, like, I don't see. No one wins but the house. It's the same. That's how Vegas works. It's the rules apply to everything you do there. I don't um, know. Derp's pretty open-minded, though. So if, if and when Hell City lands somewhere else or if it goes back to Phoenix, I'm partial to the Biltmore. But I am, too. Like, they, they know how to make my drink. They do. They do know how to make the drinks there. <sighs> right. They, they just put in a water slide that's fat people approved. They let me ride it. I know. But do we need to talk about the tiles? No, fun. Should have been blue. They made them turquoise. Just, just, we know. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, Fawn went on a nerd moment when the tiles were the wrong color. They did all these renovations and she's like, what the fuck? Right. It, it, it made me happy on my inside parts because the tiles were the wrong color. She's like, Ben, I have to show you. <laughs> I'm like, what, Fawn? Can I put my suitcase down? No. The tiles, Ben, the tiles. <laughs> it was immediate. I was pretty upset. You were very like, upset. upset when I, I saw you. They put in charge of that. I would still love to talk to that designer who was like, yeah, turquoise, because we're in the Midwest. Oh, never mind that there's like historic significance to the color of blue. That's um, They probably don't own the, the island anymore. They can make something that's similar. It's not even like remotely the same. Anyways, we've totally digressed. Kyle, digressor. Are there any other tattoo current events coming up that you can think of? Um, come on, Kyle. I not think that I I'm aware of. We bored him to death. What? <laughs> Am I an insane? Am I asleep? My eyes are even open. I've been here since six a.m., bro. Why? Why is your life so hard? I've been painting. Painting. So you hard in the paint. So you chose this life. All the way over there. You yeah, chose this line. Show both of them off. Kyle painted stuff today. Everybody's Kyle's been killing it. He just completed 31 days of paintings where he did like a postcard sized oil painting every day. And the first and last day, he did the same skull. And you could see so much growth. Good job, Kyle. Hmm. Proud of you. Here we go. I can't draw stick figures. You amaze me. Oh, Kyle, you've come so far. Super cool. Yeah, painting is uh, something that I uh, would like to one day get into, but it 
tattooing has always been my art medium. I feel like it's just like, I love, yeah. One of these days it'll slow down. I'll get the kids, the dogs, all that. I, I bought so much stuff to get ready to start painting. I have like, so, yeah, I don't even want to get into it. I, I'm like, I'm going to start tomorrow. So I just got pastel and, uh, crayons. I am. I got a yeah. new book. Oh. Yeah, as long as the, the coloring book's already ready, man. They got the outline. Yeah. Hold on. I got to tell you about this Straight thing that I saw. So, okay. I went and I had breakfast lunch with ben and his daughter was it sunday yeah. afterwards we were coloring yeah every time it was so we were coloring time. and was coloring i was i was showing her how like if you color with the, the crayon like quickly and with pressure you'll make friction and it will color more efficiently pack it in pack so it today in. i spent way too much time on instagram but there was this guy coloring with his daughter and he put the crayon in the end of a drill a cordless drill and he was like shh and it was like the same lesson that I just showed Lily, but it was like spinning to create the friction. And it was like laying that Crayola out beautifully. Wait till I bust out the heat gun. Mm. You pack in it all and you bring the heat gun out and melts it all into place. It's like it's blazing it. glassy. We haven't gotten there yet. I'm a, I'm a crayon artist. <laughs> I, uh, I can rock some Crayola. Um, if you draw the picture, I will gladly poorly fill it in with color for it. I recently That's did a Princess Peach jam. tattoo and I couldn't find quite the right pose. So I was like, hmm, I wonder if I could find any coloring pages. Sure enough, I found the perfect Princess Peach. I just had to change whatever she had in her hand to a turtle shell and run it. Coloring this day. I mean, I could have drawn it, but save some time. Princess Peach is Princess Peach. She, it was Prince. It was uh, we, and we needed the classic Princess Peach right. too. So the coloring book version was perfect. Um, those Mandala adult coloring books. Yeah, those are flash books. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like those are flash books. That's yeah. Those are flash books. They're like oh, it says uh, fucking adult coloring book. Yeah, yeah. Those are all the flash pieces we had available today. So sure <laughs> does. You know how many lines of that I'm not gonna draw? Any of them. Um, I have a ton of them. I have, I have a ton of adult coloring books, and they're they're how I how I art when they have art nights because you can't just come with nothing. You can't just smoke weed at paint night. Like you gotta act like you're into art. So you know you gotta have a coloring book open. I got a pretty wicked uh, pencil set. Mm -hmm. They make tables, bro. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just, just act like I'm moving the pencil. Does act like it? Fake it try, till you make I, it better. I tried to paint my number one night, and I got like what four percent into it, and was like, "This is not. This is dumb. <laughs> Can't even tell me how to do it. I'm still fucking up." Well, it's all right. It's all right. We'll get there. One snail at a time. One snail at a time. Well, on that note, <laughs> it's about eight thirty. <gasps> it's bedtime. We smoked a lot. Chopped I could totally lot. use another Red Bull, but I probably don't need one this late. Spitzies. Yeah. It's karaoke. <laughs> so it's, karaoke? Are, it's karaoke night out here, so. I'm on ready to go? I'm going to go watch people suck at it. I don't do it, but I just watch other people do at it. And I do what they do. And I'm just like, and it, it helps bring myself to see my mind. I sound so much better than that in the shower. I'm going to go ahead and throw the karaoke challenge out there, bro. Get oh, up man. there, rip it. Get up there and just, just have you ever heard of people 
have you ever been around people who take karaoke a little too seriously? I worked oh. at a bar that did hot. Okay, did full stage, right? You got the microphone, the monitor, the whole nine lights, and yes. Okay. So, <laughs> in the yes. small town that I'm from, yes, there, there were some people that I knew. I ran into them. And this was not. I don't know why I went into this bar. It wasn't like I went into there for bar purposes. I was dropping some, something off, picking it up, whatever. Anyways, I see somebody that I know, and they're telling me that it's karaoke night. He proceeds to tell me that he's been practicing new songs because he heard there's going to be a talent scout coming through. And I'm like, what never daydream once. are you never, living in? Never once of all time. Like you're so, practicing somebody like, else's song. Like and we like, even hosted like Acoustic Idol. Like our, our, we, that's, yeah, we had about as most professional as karaoke as you could be. Okay. Like literally the most professional it could be. And not one time ever have I seen a motherfucking talent scout ever. Well, Ain't nobody pulling record record deals off a of karaoke night. Under the impression that little podunk itty bitty hole in the wall bar, and I mean this Marion. was in this was not even in Marion. This was up in Michigan. But oh, this was like shit. the town I grew up in was a small town, and this is one of the like little bergs on the offshoot <laughs> of the town. So when I'm calling it a berg, yeah, as a little bar, why? Why would you think anybody was going to just be strolling through there? And he proceeds to tell me that there's this guy that is telling everybody that he's a talent scout. And he loves listening to them and he's going to find the next. It's like, oh, man, he's milking you for drinks, bud. Oh, he's milking you for drinks. line and sinker. You like and then uh, I, I of, said a couple just, of times, we just you, do some karaoke? you and I. Yeah, let's do it. Where are we going to go karaoke? At? Who cares? Anywhere that has it. Hmm. Carry up near me. <laughs> Road we'll, trip. We'll come shut it down. Let's go to Indy. Okay. We'll see you in four hours. All right. Two and a half. Hey, well, you know it's going to take us two hours to leave. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll just be getting started. So at midnight, sure. 1230, they, that's when the hoodlums come out. So that's, that's when, when, the, when the real Yoki starts. That's, yeah. Yeah. The hoodlums. It, it's, it gets real. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe Brownsburg, I'll throw maybe next time out there. Yeah, next time. I'll throw maybe next time out there. Thursday, Thursday <laughs> night. Uh, well, sir, enjoy your karaoke. To yeah. all of you out there in listener land, thanks for queuing in for the wonderful world of Tattoo Collecting 101. Us, where do the people find you? Uh, at Fawn underscore Baker on the grams or FawnBaker.com or Fun bigger tattoo collecting 101 one, on the one. Instagram. Um, next week I have um I've been capturing footage from some of my appointments. So next week we didn't get to it today, but next week I'll share some of that footage. Patty talk and, with Fawn Baker next week. Yeah. I mean it'll be like process, progress. Um, one of the projects in particular, I just happened to stumble across some photos of the day that I started at Honor. So I found the marker drawing from years ago, and now we're like ready to start the inner panel of this leg sleeve. So it's a super cool, cool milestones, but cool documentation presented itself. So anyways, chime in next week to join us yep. on Fawn's Tattoo Progression. Yeah, we'll have I'll probably have like maybe five different clients to talk about by then. So that felt professional as fuck. What? Just that whole that whole bit right there. Like we just did that like good as shit. 
Well, I mean, I'm trying to think ahead and have some things prepared ahead of time. Trying. Anyways, it was awesome talking with you. Yeah, um, I, as as your um, tattooing saved my life movement grows, I would love to continue hearing about it. Um, I think you're going to hear some wonderful stories the longer you go with this. Um, I do this think that, you know, mental health of the whole tattoo community is, is worth talking about. You know, we talk about the artist's mental health, but talking about collector's mental health is just as important because without collectors, we don't have rad tattooers, Yep. right? You know, it's definitely not the first time we've delved into mental health on this show. So that's something we've, we've brought up in many, many different times, with many different artists and different people that like yourself that many 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 you know who we need to have on again who? is robbie yeah no man fuck robbie he makes me cry well that i didn't plan for that episode to go that way well it did and i cried a lot so Our next episode we could talk more about like client uh client artist relationships and you know the things i thought we would talk about yeah we had robbie Rippo on robbie um, broke ben down by accident it was it wasn't fair ben got he real. came in hot <laughs> He you know knew, how he knew what is, was going though. on. He just he saw right through me. He's like, "You're damaged." Talk to me about that. And it it got yeah, it was a rough show. Actually, he was more like, "Look, I don't want to talk to this man. I want to talk to little boy Ben." And we were all like, "Oh, yeah, it sucked." I wasn't ready for therapy that day. <laughs> I I wasn't like you know how you got to be mentally prepared for that sometimes. Like I got my therapy once a week. I'm no shame in my game. But like you have to have that mindset when you sit down to be able to have that conversation. And I was just like, okay, like, what are we doing tonight? Oh, okay, cool, Robbie. Oh, you're going to pry me open like a tuna can, you jerk. <laughs> uh, it was so it was, it was a really good show. Happen, though. It, it really was, was a really good show. I still haven't been able to rewatch the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. I was on the road, like in and out signal and... I think I was headed to hyperspace. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I was headed that day. Van full of people. Yeah. The closer you get to hyperspace, the weaker your signal gets. Like he is in the middle of nowhere in Southern Illinois. So. Okay. So, right. yeah. Um, it was one of those shows where like we had this whole plan. Yeah. I was then, listening the whole time. I just wasn't contributing. Robbie and I just kind of, kind of took over. And he, I had a conversation with him not too long, like maybe, maybe almost a month ago, and like explain. He was a, again one of the uh, one of the, our board members uh, for our organization is Brandon. He's you know he's with Sanaderm. He does like a lot of the uh, you know marketing and stuff like that. You probably met him at some point in one of the conventions. Um, you know, I was talking with him, you know, about people that we felt that like you know we could really that would really like be able to resonate with you know our message and, and he was like man you gotta hit a rob i was like bro i already wrote his name down so when i reached out to him like he gave me his number i called him and we probably talked on the phone for probably 30 minutes you know just about you know the importance of what we're trying to do and some things that we could do together as far as you know being able to you know join forces with this because again like with a lot of things some it's all about perspective and and the main thing i want to you know, push to people that you know, we're doing similar things. It's like, you know, this, that none of it's competition. It's not like, this mm-hmm. isn't about, it's not like, it, it's a, it's about working. It's an the, honest you, collective good. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the more, the better, you know, it's like, if you're doing, 
a similar thing. It's not about who's doing it better, who's doing it more or whatever. It's like, because different things work better for different people, different perspectives work different for different people. Someone's someone needs a different thing to heal their different view. Um, So it's not cookie cutter. That's what, why mental health needs to be discussed more. So people understand that one, there is no one pathway. There is no right answer to how to make yourself feel better. Everyone's needs are different and having different outlets to, to get that information is what it's about open up not shut down and anything we can do on our platform to help we're in so keep us in the loop yeah you know we're going to be putting resources out there like with with links to everyone that like that that's kind of like our next goal on the website is as a new tab with resources to where we're able to link up everybody that are like aligning with our thoughts and be able to like hey go check this out, go check these guys out, go check, you know, and, and even as far as getting, we've been, we've talked to like therapy companies, you know, I, or therapy companies, I've talked to like little therapists who work in practices that have taken our cards and put them there for their clients, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's like, well, we want to work with you. We want to work with your company and be able to like put you on our website to be able to like, if someone does need someone they can reach out to and talk to and maybe like throw a, a little 10% thing if you if you get it from you know what I mean so whether like they're they're saving a little bit of money but we're also able to kind of like you know it, I know you got it, it does cost a lot of money for therapy it's it's expensive I've, I've I've done it trust me you know what I mean I, I I've been through my fair share you know whether it be family you know marriage counseling I've done I I I, I believe in therapy so it's like I've, I've spent that money I know it's not something that everybody can afford so it's like you know even if you know if you can't hit that that resources tab and find someone that you can afford like you can still hop on these platforms like this, you know, and, and listen to these things and, and maybe even anonymously share your story on here to be able mm-hmm. to release, you know, what you got to do it. I don't know. I, I can get, I think, know, we're, I think sometimes just simply hearing somebody else's story could potentially let the right listener know that they're not alone, yeah. you know? And, and exactly. when you hear somebody tell a story, you know, sometimes we get down the rabbit holes and we really get into it and, it's, it's amazing how, you know, somebody can feel like they're at the end of their rope and then they'll hear a story of somebody that went through something similar, somebody who went through something worse. And then you have the thought like, oh, if they could get through it, I can get through it. You know, one of those, like, you know, just, uh, just as an in- inspiration to, it's not, it's not an impossible mountain to climb to, you know. Yeah. I figured I'd pull this out while you were saying it. Nice. I, Perfect. I spent I spent as much money getting this put in the inside of these shirts than it That's fucking cost. This is, this is the this is the body mod saved my life. Uh, actually, I was talking with a good buddy Ian Bell, and mm-hmm. you know he, he wanted to become involved with the company as well. And I was like, and the first thing I was like, man, we're gonna have to hit that as well. The people that you know aren't necessarily like I, you know, I feel like the tattoo industry is kind of like covers so many bases. It's not just tattooers you know what i mean so like mm-hmm. again our, our our goal was you know to kind of branch out and hit again every every demographic we possibly can but i just like i just thought you said that you were not alone thing and i'm just like and i said that to robbie i was like we're trying to spread that message the same thing you just told me and he was like dude i just fucking said that on my podcast or on my thing last week and i'm like mm-hmm. i go we have we're having this conversation for a reason bro like this is the yeah. i go that the universe aligned and we were supposed to, I was supposed to meet you when I did. And this is all happening for a reason, you know what I mean? Whether or not we all believe things happen for a reason, you know, obviously we are the, we are the controllers of our destiny, but at the end of the day, I do feel like 
you know, certain people are put in our past for reasons, you know, mm-hmm. and whether or not we choose to utilize that, you know, that's, that's for us to decide. So. Very, very fair. Well, on that note, on that third note no i'm just kidding no, no, that's, that's can, what the show's about talking. that's what the show's when about we, when we get back on a good rabbit hole it's it's worth it to keep going but i, I, but I, I, I was saying i'll tell you I, i'm you guys have been smoking this whole time i'm watching i'm saying like <laughs> getting relapse triggers and shit like <laughs> we'll get your smoke on homie thanks for joining us right. and like i, I said keep us keep us in the loop anything we can do to help we'd, we'd love to help cross promote anything yeah if you guys want to come live if you want to ever come to the studio whatever we'll brainstorm off camera we'll figure something out. awesome no definitely will and i appreciate you guys having me on here cool. definitely thanks for taking the time to join us we'll talk to you soon yep have a good night. thanks everybody for listening we'll see you next week bye let's see here